Yo, 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 yo. Oh my God. Nigga, this feel good. <laughs> Let's go! Watch when it hit. Watch when it hit. Watch when it hit. Huh? Yep, yep. Oh, I, yeah. mm, taste the air. Yeah. Taste it. <laughs> <laughs> taste it. <laughs> oh. Buddy. Damn, G, you saved the day on the while we were gone shit. <laughs> it was hella shit happening. We damn near got to call it while we were gone, too. <laughs> For real, it was so much random this show. Since you been gone. What was, uh, was that a movie or a show that that shit got lit on? A mm. show, right? Like Laguna Beach or some shit? Yeah, I think so. I said like Laguna Beach, like I didn't used to watch that what? shit. What? Basically, my shit, man. Faithfully, man. <laughs> Laguna Beach, and then they, what, they, what happened after they went to Laguna? The OC, right? Or am I tripping? Or no, was it the other one? Else. OC, I think it was like adjacent to it. But there was one like after they left. Like once oh, they the, got the, older. Uh, the, not the Hills. The Hills. It was Hills, yeah. 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 Once they like got their first jobs and shit, acting like they was working and shit. So I had this thought. <laughs> <laughs> no, and, I, and I didn't have it on the topics. Uh, the amount of imagination we had to have to like see ourselves in shit, mm -hmm. but it wasn't no. Had black, nothing to do with it. It had nothing to do with it. <laughs> not, not a fucking thing. So, babysitting yesterday, bruh's two, but he, he might be the smartest two year old I've ever seen. Mm -hmm. And so. I can only watch Coco Melon so many fucking times, dog. I was about to lose my mind. Mm -hmm. Coco Melon, Coco Melon, Co nigga, no. <laughs> We're watching Beethoven. <laughs> <laughs> nigga, 20 minutes into Beethoven, I was like, this is some bullshit. This is not a black person in sight. <laughs> and he looking at me like, fam, what is this? We, we watch black shows. And I was like, damn. Then we tried Rugrats the movie. That nigga, when Rugrats the movie didn't work, I was like, okay. Times have changed completely. Completely, yeah. And then, I, then, then you were watching Rugrats, and you're like, "This is actually a well-written like concept." No, Rugrats is is great. Damn. I just, I just, uh, I just saved that to the to the council. Sid don't fuck with none of that, huh? Nah, she fucks with Rugrats, and then lately she's been watching Gumball. Mm. Do you guys? But that's that's but Gumball is like it, the, the the niggas ambiguous. Like it's not a it's not a black or white thing on there, right? Nah, they're all. Different things. <laughs> it's so interesting. I was sitting there watching it myself. I ended up sitting there like, huh. <laughs> hmm, this is why you guys are so advanced. <laughs> yeah, but remember, like, fucking, uh, what was that one when they used to go to camp? Like, Camp on Awana? Yeah. Ooh, salute your shorts. Bro. Salute your shorts. It's like, bro, they ain't, what the fuck is the black person that though? <laughs> when one black person get left for, uh, for camp, with you, a lot of white people. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know who don't get enough? Fucking credit, uh, Omar Gooden. That nigga was on uh, what's the uh, the slime show on Nickelodeon. He was a host, mm. man. And he was on the other show. What was the show with the kids? And they would do different events and shit. Bro, he's a fucking legend. He was hosting those things. Yeah. Mm. And then and then Baby Boy. <laughs> <laughs> if that's your trajectory, my nigga, you're a legend. What are we talking about? You might be one of the best actors alive. I, I, hey, 
Put some respect on Omar Gooden's name. Omar Gooden, you are a legend, bro. Hey, Don't let nobody say you nothing never count, you, ever, you never seen him doing nothing wild out here? Nah, you, but, but bro, big bro out here wild. <laughs> <laughs> big, big, big bro out here tripping. Hey. Big bro don't need no cameras around him ever, bro. But wait, not, f- not put a camera on him outside have, of needing a camera on him. I know y'all don't fuck with Vlad, but Vlad, I, I got, I, I, I got to come clean. I think I've said it on the show. He just gets the interviews that don't he nobody does. else get. So I end up watching a lot of fucking Vlad during the week. Mm-hmm. Um, but his reoccurring conversations with Michael Jai White, they make me so uncomfortable. Just because bruh has been around in the industry for so long, so oh, he's wow. seen so much. Yeah. So he just got these random ass stories. But the episode where he's talking about Cuba, he's like, Cuba, wild boy. Like <laughs> <laughs> But you know how you know how you can tell when niggas not capping about somebody like the shit that they seen is like, yeah, nah, no, like I really No, nah, that's a wild boy yeah. for real. Yeah, it's like, especially when he start playing with his knuckles. <laughs> <laughs> The powder? The powder? I'm about to take you over, boy. Don't worry. We ain't testing for Booger Sugar. Mm. Who, uh... uh, In one of them random-ass movies we've been watching, we... Shout out to Teen, bro. She kind of clutched and just closing your eyes and picking shit. Mm. Yeah, I gotta watch uh, Reminiscence. What's that? That's the new one with a dude from... Dude that was Wolverine. Oh, yeah. It's on HBO Max. Yeah. I just want to see if it, how similar it is to like the at least the graphics on um, on uh, Inception because at least like it's like oh okay sign me up sign me up yeah so it's supposed to be like some mind bending shit did you uh in y'all in y'all uh movie binge did you get a chance to watch the uh the one that's with uh Charlize Theron when they're the uh, when they're the assassins that don't die. Oh, what's that? Oh, that shit's fire. Oh, yeah. I can't remember the name of it. It's uh, Netflix or HBO, HBO Max? No, nah, it's Netflix. Netflix. It was a Netflix original, like, I think it was last year. Like, it was during, I think it was during the pandemic. Fucking Lex, save the day. Goddamn. Okay. Thank y'all. Man, I was looking for, we had a fan question, but now it's lost in the mix, so I got to find it. Uh, it was, I, we had, we got we got at least three that I, I, they're so far back in my text thread, I can't find them too. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's called the, it's called the Old Guard. I'm going to drop this in the thing for you. You're going to have to watch that one. The Old Guard? Yeah. This is awesome, y'all. Thank y'all. Saving a motherfucking day. Live on the motherfucking set. No, I didn't even see this trilogy. Nah, that shit's fire. Oh, that's what I did. Nigga, I started Sons of Anarchy over on accident. Yeah. Sons of Anarchy was a good good playback. <sighs> that was one of the white shows that I wasn't mad at the playback. Uh, but, I, but I watched... You, you watched it in real time? Yeah, yeah. You watched it in real time? Yeah. Watched it in real time. Thoroughly enjoyed it. My last season, give or take, was kind of rocky, but I feel like every last season, with the exception of, um, with the exception of fucking Breaking Bad, just just they just got it wrong. But it was all kind of like beta. So I feel like Breaking Bad saw what they did and just flipped it. Mm-hmm. But Sons, me, I, I text you. I did text you. Me fucking Misha Green is like writer on mm. like half of episode, half a season two, if not more. Okay. I was like, whoa. 
That makes sense. Now I'm now I'm like really fascinated because it's even even like when they how they weave in the racial tension mm-hmm. um, are the are the, the black gang from Oakland because they're not a mo- motorcycle gang. The gang the crew from Oakland, but then the black crew from Lodi. It's tied in with the guns because they do because what's name want to do the guns so bad. Mm-hmm. Clay want Clay was just oh, pushing yeah. for for guns and get yeah. for his retirement plan. But it's them hands will start stopping. <laughs> that's a well written ass show. But yeah, I, me, to see Misha's name pop up in the credits, I was like, yo, this is nuts. Yeah, that's what's up. I started thinking about how balanced fucking um, uh, Lovecraft was, mm-hmm. and then uh, having a having a conversation with somebody. Fuck, who was that about Lovecraft? They hadn't watched it. And I was like, oh, my favorite part about Lovecraft is how uncomfortable or how um, excluded white people felt. Mm-hmm. And it was like... They felt demonized for once. Yeah, demonized, demonized, yeah. demonized was it. Was it. That's, that's, when the, that's when the fragility started popping up. Mm-hmm. You know? It's like the, seeing themselves in that light for the first time or, you know, one of the first time. Thanks, Bub. You let me know, brother. Oh, I've been ready. I've been oh, recording. My- <laughs> 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 Lex was like, nigga, this is a show. Nigga, this is a cut. This a, nigga, we've been doing this. This is how, how you come back. Well, and that, no, fuck that. G, Yo. you doing the ads, <laughs> nigga? Oh, my God. <laughs> G, I had tears in my eyes. And nigga say, nigga say, Nigga, you know the nigga, the Domino nigga, like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the pizza niggas. Mork, shout out my nigga Mork, nigga the pizza nigga, the pizza and shit. <laughs> and then you, yeah, nigga, y'all get man. y'all get like maybe a minute away from the ass nigga. Go, oh, nigga, the reef. <laughs> 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 oh, bro, I had tears. Hey, y'all, my niggas held it down in my absence. Uh. I was I was honestly worried about y'all, but Britt came on this motherfucker with the intent to get us canceled. She <laughs> she is wild, bro. She yeah. was on there saying anything. Yeah, that was a great episode, y'all. I just want to I just want to highlight that. It was a fucking excellent episode. Um, glad to be back. Uh, yeah, welcome back, man. Yeah, thank you, man. Thank you, thank you. Uh, today's episode of the Meet the Break podcast is powered by Northwest Pizza and Pasta, where if you think the we- the pizza's good, try hands down the best wings in the valley. Nobody, and I mean nobody, does wings like NWP. Shout out to bro Morgan. Um, y'all know what the numbers are doing. Uh, order online for takeout delivery. Be wary about pulling up, but you still can go patronize, and you can also donate to families who may be in need in the valley, man. So tap in with Northwest Pizza and Pasta, our day one sponsor. Today's episode of the Meet the Brave podcast is powered by Uplifters, cultural, integral part of the community that's pushing things forward, connecting the dots, and just putting people on, and then also making really, really great content. The winning formula, executive produced by our very own Alexius Franklin, is out now. Episode... Or what episode are y'all? This is episode. We're gonna get ready to drop episode four. Let's go, man. Episode four of the winning formula coming soon. Visit uplifters.com. The description, the link is always in the description. It's uplifters, no vows. Today's episode of the Meet the Brave podcast is powered by the Reef Studios. Studio downtown Oakland specializes in audio tracking, multi-tracking, um, audio books, podcasting, you name it, it can be done. Tap in with the Reef Studios. On Instagram for your inquiries to book your time now. And last but not least, today's episode of the Meet the Brave podcast is powered by Let's Bubble Productions, our very own 
co-host Alexia is Franklin Production Company and Video, and you, you see it. You see how we look today. Niggas in HD, killing it. Um, but then also uh, storytelling across the board, as we said, the winning formula and all the great content he has coming up very, very soon. Tap in with Let's Bubble Productions for all your video inquiries and come correct because we're all about pushing shit forward and ain't nothing, nothing, nothing cheap, nothing, nothing on the cheap and not for show nothing for free no more, nigga. It's, it's, a, it's a wrap. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, what if I just, price just went price up. Price went up. Price is not the same as it was yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, that being said, let's start the show. It's a Meet the Brave podcast. I am Monty Draper. I am LG. Lex B-U-B. Glad to be motherfucking back, my bros. I missed y'all, man. I was... God damn it. I'm so glad to be back. I don't even have, I don't even have words. Shit, it feel good. Yeah, it's been a minute. to have you back, man. It's been a minute. But even before, even before, we'll get to it, but even before all that, niggas was mad busy. So we was like just winging it, like trying to figure shit out. We did the uh, we did the stream of thought episodes for a minute. Um, we did remote. Uh, Brit uh, from Conversations with Nations set in. And, and honestly, it's, it's to me... As far as like concept, it might be the best Meet the Brave episode ever because you motherfuckers are crazy, bro. My mom called me and was like, bro, what's going on? It's like, like, nigga, I don't know. They're wild. Britt, I love you. Thank you so much for holding it down. Um, I want to figure out how to do that more. even though you know she she's she's left us. I've I figured there's, there's gotta be the way to incorporate. And make it work. So, uh, Britt, thank you. Uh, tap in and subscribe to Conversations with Nation. Um, that last episode, they did spirituality and um, maybe there was an episode after that, but that last spirituality episode, I don't know if y'all tapped in with that. That shit was, um, I don't know, hearing, it's something about hearing our generation speak about spirituality in, in that in that space with that much information and that much um, intellect. Um, cause I feel like, I feel like with actual, with actual intellect comes empathy and care. I don't know if it's just as smart as like, I got all the data and I'm just going to spew the shit. It's like, nah, I'm cognizant of how I'm, how it's landing, but I know what the fuck I'm talking about. Um, and that's kind of what that episode gave me. It was just like the care of, yes, I'm smarter than you, but I'm not about to throw this shit in your face. Uh, so tap, tap in. Uh, if you haven't, I forget the young lady's name that was the guest on there, but that was an excellent episode. If you if you can, my brother figured that out for us. But um, goddamn, what's been up with y'all, man? It's been forever. What's been what's what's the latest? I, I don't I don't even know where to start. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Lex Bub, you Lex alive? Was, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, everything's been cool, man. You know, just uh, it's, it's cool. To, it's cool to be back in the studio. Uh, good to be back on the mic and everything like yeah. that. So we had a a good uh, time away or whatever. But yeah, we back. We back in here. Back ready to go. Uh, we, got, we got some topics. Did, did y'all? Did uh? Did you feel yourself get impressed? Um, in the process or nah? I be I just be in a way because I mean it, it. It was it was abrupt. I mean, or, or maybe. Maybe my remembering of the timeline is one of shit. This is our show, so I'm feeling it. But the we did the, we did the stream of thoughts, and the first one actually was received hella well. Like was received really well. Um, 
Then the next one was like, this is cool, but when y'all getting back to the shit? Yeah. Um, then we do we did it, we did a zoom after that, if I'm not mistaken. And and then Brit, and then nothing. So once the nothing happened, it was like, all right, my nigga, y'all fucking around. Like, what's what's going on? Yeah, I got asked. He was like, so did the pod break up? I was like, nah, nah, nah. <laughs> first, to, first to meet the brave break up, and every day I wake up. Oh, man. And then once I told him we did break up, and then they were just like, where the fuck the pod is? Yeah, like... <laughs> <laughs> we, was, we was coming with some with a little bit of empathy at first, and then now, now that you told us the shit that we need to know, nigga, what, what you doing there? Yeah. Like, I know shit be going on, but uh, what, what the fuck, you know? You know what I'm um, got obligations and shit. Man, to, to, those, to those who who aren't close enough to have been tapped in, uh, I, did, I did contract the vid. Um, fucking nightmare. Uh, and and it's, it's funny, too, because of how we covered it. Um... I thought about thought about everything we said on the show. It's like, God damn. But it, it we never demonized it or it was like it, it, the shit ain't real. It was like it's definitely real. But I think it was it was the amount of moving around that I was doing. Like everywhere. Everywhere. Nigga, few thousand people, uh five states in however many days. Completely fine to get home and to get it from some fucking kids is like the worst feeling in the world. It's like just getting sniped. Um but some scary moments, indeed. Um, I will say that. But then, not 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 scary in a sense of like, like fear. Just like, like, hey, nigga, this could be it. I, you know. Um, but there was there was just so much so much happening in the in the process, and I got and um, part of the I think part of how hard it hit me too was the amount of fatigue that my body was already experiencing. Um, say the last 24 months have been really unique as far as, like, output uh, and, and workload. And um, I wouldn't... I'm not going to say I'd, I'd change anything from, from, from working that way and on such a crazy schedule... Um, but what the time down did do was reflect, uh, allow reflection on so much shit um, in terms of, you know, deficiencies and in, in what you may lack and in, in the things you might do to cope or to, to mask deficiencies um, or to, to where, where, in areas where you may overcompensate. Um, so I got to think, I got to, I got to think about a lot of that shit. Um and and ask questions. It it took a while to even get to a point of. I didn't listen to no music at all. Um, Isaiah Rashad had just dropped the the Friday before, so it was like the last thing I got to hear. Um, I didn't get to listen to no new shit. The Nas dropped in the process of it, and just didn't feel. That wasn't one of them ones I wanted to listen to and no AirPods laying in a bed. Like, I wanted to get in a truck and, and mob and roll the windows down like that. I, I wanted to experience that record like that. So I didn't... I waited for Nas. Niggas kept... Niggas stopped... A deuce. Um, and all you niggas, stop sending me the Dropbox link to fucking Donda, bro. Like, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it in that capacity. Like, I need to experience it when it's done. I appreciate y'all. Y'all know how I feel about yay. But I don't want to experience that record like that. You motherfuckers, stop. Um, so didn't, didn't refuse to listen to those records. Um, 
And then wasn't really fucking with TV either. Like, it was just everything was, like, triggering symptoms and shit. And the only the only thing that made sense was, uh, like, even podcasts. I couldn't even do pod. Damn. Uh, audiobooks. And then, the, and then the one thing that I could remember in all the scramble with L, L goes, even if you've read Malcolm X, having Lawrence Fishburne read it to you is different. <laughs> so Absolutely. Yeah. Everybody got to experience that shit. Yeah. It was the only, nigga, that was the only <laughs> thing I could think of. So on, on like, my sick, like, the, the before, because it was, like, three days where the symptoms weren't fucking with me, and then, and then all of a sudden everything just ramped up. So that third day, I was like, oh, Malcolm X. So I go to Audible, download it, and that was that was like my my safe spot. Like even when like the symptoms would get bad and I have to turn the shit off and go through everything and then once it subsided and like calmed down, when the when the calm was on, I could turn it on and just power through chapter after chapter after chapter. And that was shit. That ended up becoming like my safety zone, my safety net. Uh didn't make no beats, didn't didn't write no raps. I didn't do none of that shit, man. It's like, I, was, I just completely unplugged. Um, and then eventually worked, worked uh, into the movies and just started binging, binging hella movies. But it, 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 all, it all took a minute. Um, but the dopest, I think the, do- illest, the illest thing is, um, is just knowing, I don't know. Maybe I don't, I'm curious of what your guys' experience is with the world, and you, you know, people, hey, hey, bro, if you need anything, like just tap in, like that. It just seems like something people say because it just sounds good. Like <laughs> you yeah. just you just say it, and it just when you when when people don't know what to say, it feels like that's what they say. Um, and then you get in a situation, and nigga, you niggas is like, what, well, yo, bro? Like people show up. And uh, a way, the way the community showed up, and the people who knew, um, the calls, the texts, the 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 uh, care packages. Brit- Brittany, um, from all the way from Philly, sent the be- beautiful care package. Oh. Um, um, it was it was just it was just it was just really 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 dope. Um, to feel, to feel to feel that kind of support, um, and have people be that concerned and. And you know, just just tapping in uh, outside of everything else. Um, but then, in the midst of all that shit, the news about Zumbi from Zion I comes out, and my heart sunk because it it any anybody not familiar with Zion I, um, it's totally okay because um, it's such a regional very specific thing until you see the outpouring from the entire hip-hop community, like across the board, no matter what the levels of success you may deem, no matter if it's major, no matter if it's independent, you like, oh, this is what making an impact looks like. Um, this is what look, this is what being a legend looks like. This is what, this is what, an independent, unique career uh, creatively looks like. And I was talking to Reed, uh, shout out to Reed, talking to Reed this morning about it. And it wasn't, you know, couldn't even rush to the gram, didn't even know what to say. 
because my relationship wasn't, um, my relationship wasn't a rapper relationship with, with Zumbi. Um, I got to meet him as a fan on a panel, and we talked about life and everything but rap. Didn't mention didn't mention fucking rap one time in that in that conversation. The one time I got to speak to him on some other shit, and then after that, it was always love, always. But what I was telling Reeg was the people who make an impact in this shit, who sustain it, um, everything that they do is rooted in something contrary to what is is what's presented. The fame, the cars, the drama, all the shit. Like I get it. It 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 moves somebody's meter because they keep invested in the shit. So by all means do your fucking thing. The niggas that I've got to meet that are winning are family men and some of the most stand up niggas you'll ever meet. And are rooted in rooted in something so much larger than them that the the other shit outside of that don't even don't even move them. And we'll talk about Kendrick at at, at some point. I just got so many thoughts about him. But even 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 to that scale, the the amount of awareness of how precious life is. What we're called here to do, the nigg- the niggas who are who are quote unquote winning or quote unquote successful are so tapped in, their values are not the same, are not the same. And so that was another thing. It was like a lot of reflection of sitting there and going, what what really, what really like for real? Like if we really start tipping the scale and start moving things around, start peeking behind the curtain, what matters for real? And you start to see these grown-ass people pouring their heart out about what Zumi meant to them and what and how he he personally touched their lives. And I started thinking about my first time experiencing him as a fan. And I, I ran in a ran in a shout out my brother Tim House, man. I love you, sending love to you and the whole squad. Is the first he was the first person I thought about because my introduction to Zumbi was via him. And I'm a freshman in college. My RA is this little white girl from Oregon. And I got a I got a Hove poster up and I got the, the graduation poster up. Yeah, the uh, the fold out from graduation on my wall. So her and I bonded over to straight rap. And but she didn't fuck with mainstream. Like she didn't fuck with Hove, she didn't fuck with Yay, she didn't fuck with none of that shit. And I say it all the time, little white people from those parts of the world, they be liking the most underground shit. So she's putting up uh, Zion Eye posters on our floor. She's like, Mom, are you going to the Zion Eye show? I'm like, bro, I don't know who that is. Aren't you from the Bay? You don't know who's, like, started roasting me. <laughs> and I'm like, fam, I listen to Dipset. Like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> she goes, oh, no, you wildin'. Comes back, she's like, I got your ticket. You're going to the show. Nigga, get to the show. It's packed. On and it was like, and it was an off night too. It was a Wednesday or some wild shit. Like off night. Merch booth set up. 
they burned the stage down. Zumbi's kicking it by the merch booth. They they got the van outside. They got they it's an it's an operation. They kick it in the local spot, and then they proceeded to do that shit twice twice a year, sometimes three times a year. The remainder of the time I lived in the valley, hitting licks, and this is the this is the height of independence. So, uh, Wiz eventually comes on the back end of that. Um, currency eventually some emerges on the back end of that. They they all are they big on Tech Nine over there? Oh yeah, Tech Tech Tech, 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 make, tech okay. makes a killing in that in that region. Mm-hmm. And or, Oregon of fucking Vancouver nigga, he hit a, it's a it's a bag for him. Yeah, Zion Izumi, that region of the world domination G. Mm-hmm. But if you don't know. You just don't know. It's not. It's not publicized. It's not glamorized. It's not nothing. It's just they're the blue collar foundation of this industry that have figured out how to get direct to their consumer and only deal with them and and not have no other shit in the way. But have also figured out how to land licensing and and things other and in other places to be self sufficient. And ahead of the times. Ahead of the fucking time, and just so happened to be from the back. But just so happened to not be killing another black person on their records, not degrading women, not not doing none of that shit, and and have it resonate around the world. But outside of that, push the bar, and be and be ultra creative. From here though, and it's like. It's like, damn. The, the the what we what we determine or what we identify as success shifts all the time. It shifts all the time, but what's consistent is all the shit that's empty. Like it's just never gone away. And um, again, the the uh, the outpouring for the love, the children. We won't even get to the, we won't even get to the to the, to the drama part of it where the investigation of his actual death because it's there's so much like I don't I don't even feel comfortable speaking about that. In a, in an attempt to highlight the legacy and and the imprint and and the value of of a of a, of a particular person like that to to the world. But in particular, to a region and so many other creatives to inspire so many folks, and to the family, I just want to extend all love and and any resources and show up in any possible way. Tim, you already know what what it is. Hit me. Um, got to speak to Tim a lot Friday and uh, briefly this morning, and, and the celebration of life is today. And Continue to fundraise on on behalf of the family, just because the, the the politics and the and the investigate like it's crazy. Di- the business of fucking dying is wild, y'all. Mm-hmm. Like it's 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 bugged out. Um, but to but to Zion I as a crew, amp live like Tim, like the whole squad, bro. Thank y'all just for the fearlessness to to show up as yourselves and to continue to push the bar, bro. It's so it's so it it's so hard to do. 
um, especially when you start wrapping up livelihood in the shit. Start wrapping up livelihood in the shit, and you start wrapping up fucking social status and all the weird shit that niggas subscribe to present day. It's fucking impossible to be just a just a creative. Poe called me G, and we talked we talked for hell along yesterday, and he's like, "Nigga, do you even like rap?" <laughs> but and it was it was how he asked it. I was like, "Nigga, I actually might love it more today than I ever even thought I could," but. It's only because I figured out, I figured out, I figured out how to retain ownership outside of the music. Mm-hmm. Like my livelihood isn't dependent on the music, and it's probably the best thing that could have ever happened for me. Um, and and then our man writes the most beautiful fucking letter ever. Well thought out. And then I go, this is this is what I'm talking about. For those who haven't seen it, the Kendrick like you 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 read it like mm-hmm. I know you read it. Mm-hmm. Um, Kendrick Lamar, most impeccable timing in the world. Uh, Drake is I'm not I'm not about to demonize Drake because Drake is just very consistent. He Bray ain't done nothing to nobody. Yeah, so nah, this, Drake's this, only fine. Not a shot at Drake. Yeah. Meanwhile, Ye is losing his mind. No, not losing. That nigga Ben lost his mind. But in all the shit that don't matter, in the hi- in the height of the the height of the height of the people dying and the world being closed, all this all this foolish shit is going on, and create creativity as a whole has been feeding feeding us across across discipline. Uh, shout out to the designers. Uh, shout out to the storytellers to the builders, like, creatives are killing shit right now and have been, especially in the height of the pandemic and figuring out how to shift and, and reimagine the industry. But al- but albums and, and, uh, and moments and experiences, bruh, whew, they still hold such a high value to me as a fan. This nigga Dot watching these niggas go back and forth over release dates and trying to undermine each other, all the shit, and then... He's like, all right. He submits a, the most human fucking possible letter you could possibly write on some human shit. And if any if any niggas got the 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 green light to be on some larger than life shit, I I don't know, man. I'm just just gonna I'm just gonna say it. I think I think if anybody isn't got a Pulitzer Prize, man, that's fucking nuts. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga from Compton, that's a Raptor G, got a Pulitzer. That nigga made an album. His last album that he made can be played front or back. What the, do you? The thought that goes into that. What? What are you? What the fuck are you talking about? Regardless, regardless of the way that you listen to that motherfucker, so it doesn't matter like what you put out. How many people can say that you could do it that way? Like Drake subscribed a while ago to playlists. Like that's how he's gonna do his shit again. Drake, keep doing you, fam. For sure, for sure. Keep doing you. Yeah, like, he he changed shit over to playlists. Like you know, like <laughs> he saw that he saw that before it was gonna take place. So like the playlist shit is he can he can put this step on that part to say that that's he kind of adjusted the market a little bit for that. What would what were your? 
Should we read? I feel like we should read it. I feel like that. I feel like the context because maybe, so. cause maybe everybody is. maybe everybody hasn't read it yet. I think that's hella important, and and only because, um, the the what is it the the um nuance the, the it's the nuance, but it's it's also the. I think it's the pace. The pa- uh, there think, you go. I think it's the pace. I think it's the well, money I read it, but I think it's literally the the type of thought that you can have. The the type of thought that he put into just those words that are in that can only come from separating yourself, like removing yourself from all of the noise. Like that's the only way you get those words in that way, like in that form. I would say, I don't think you do that if it's noisy. August 20th, 2021. I spent most of my days with fleeting thoughts, writing, listening, and collecting old beach cruisers. The morning rides keep me on a hill of silence. I go months without a phone. Love, loss, and grief have disturbed my comfort zone, but the glimmers of God speak through my music and family. While the world around me evolves... I reflect on what matters the most, the life in which my words, my words will land next. As I produce my final TDE album, I feel the joy to have been a part of such a cultural imprint after 17 years. The struggles, the success, and most importantly, the brotherhood. May the Most High continue to use Top Dog as a vessel for candid creators. As I continue to pursue my life's calling, there's a beauty in completion and always faith in the unknown. Thank you for keeping me in your thoughts. I've prayed for you all. See you soon enough. Yeah. You made to pimp a butterfly, my nigga. (laughs) Don't talk to me like that. (laughs) You want me to cry? (laughs) What? You made section 80, bro. Section fucking 80. Mm Mm-hmm. Don't talk to me like that, my nigga. How are you so... Bro, be, please be spun out. Mm-hmm. Please be spun out. Like, nigga, act like Kanye. So I, so, so this shit will, can make sense. That didn't make sense. How do you still... How do you... Even, even, even if, let's say, wildest scenario, that's an act. Let's just say. Let's just say, wildest scenario, that's an act. God damn, that's some great acting. If that's an act... That motherfucker, he might be the greatest actor. You see what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? So it works. It works both ways. You like, all right, bro. Okay. In order to feel halfway normal, because the rest of these niggas is so fucking spun out, I need you to be spun out. But then here you come on some like, there's beauty in completion. Who the fuck are you talking to? (laughs) That's that's the part. That was a bar. Yeah. Because. And and then I don't know if y'all got to watch uh, Schoolboys live last week, mm-hmm. last week. Yeah, I thought I thought thought that was really beautiful too. He went live and played music and just talked shit like that. Isaiah Rashad's uh, interviews. Oh, man, so you can, I, you, you can see this coming. Zay's like, album. Zay's album. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you can see like this coming. Of course, uh, Kendrick's words and like we anticipated, or at least I did. I don't know about everybody else, but like anticipated him maneuvering out of like TDE. Mm. But uh, I thought that was cool that um, at least what what uh, Zay was talking about was just that 
no, nah, nigga, this is actually the place to be because um, it's opened up. You know what I mean? And and it, and TD opening up is only meaning that somebody had to, you know, allow the space for that to open up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And like that's literally all of the focus was on the top two acts. Yes, that's yeah. in order to build this thing. Oh. But niggas is larger than life at this point. So nigga, like move move on and create more space for others. And it's still it doesn't it's no hard feeling. And and I love I love I love what Top was talking about too. As far as like Tops if, Tops was Man. Bro, like that just lets you know that we we probably don't have that. I mean, I mean we have that, of course, but like it's just a matter of um, just being that thorough from top to bottom. Um, I mean, it's, I thought that 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 was just like you know, it's 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 hard to follow that up. You know what I mean? <laughs> like the like the level of everybody can't be that a one across the board on on all on all cylinders. The you know, it, it made me think about Rockefeller. It made me think about Death Row. Um, cash Money. Cash Money. Oh, my gosh. If Cash Money had any level of maturity, <laughs> then that would have been... Or just... Know, motherfuckers, motherfuckers could still, still be doing... I mean, they're doing a lot. Won't but, even... You know. I, I, and I won't even go as far as maturity, G. I just okay. really... I really appreciate how much... Kendrick goes most importantly to brotherhood. Mm-hmm. We're talking about 17 years of success and the struggles. They they had a vision and a dream. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't always up. Who uh, K Dot, who the fuck is K Dot? Nobody wanted to hear that nigga rap that way. And he's from the West Coast. And why do, why does he rap like what is like Hose Rap Radar interview? I'm a I'm a reference that shit for the rest of my life, just for the sake of Never getting it fucked up in the name of thinking somebody owe you something. Hey, man, I appreciate the accolades for being hove now and how everybody revered and the goals, all the shit. But please never forget that Rockefeller was built out of necessity because no one wanted to touch us. They thought it wasn't. They thought it couldn't work. TDE was built out of necessity because they were from a particular pocket, but made something so different. Ali's self-taught from community fucking playing football community college. But just was the nigga who knew how to make ringtones for niggas who had the church. All right, nigga, you the engineer now. What? (laughs) (laughs) But you're but you're gonna you're gonna advance sound. You guys are gonna completely Make every artist rethink how they approach making out. Y'all gonna change. Y'all gonna change everything. And then and then be remembered forever as the niggas who came through and shook shit up. I um uh Friday got on the, got on the road G and just turned on uh control system. Hmm. Control app. It's a, it's, a, it's an amazing time. Then, now, all right, and I'm listening to Control. Now I got to listen to Habits and Contradictions. Damn, this album was crazy. Not a nigga in the game that don't respect that nigga. So, then you I, back to the back to the point. I'm thinking about like somebody uh, they, they doing they doing all these death row 
people who were around Death Row or had access to Death Row, they're doing all these interviews online with them. And uh, the debate about who was bigger out of Snoop and Tupac comes up. And I get it. Revisionist history works one way. I remember Snoop coming on the scene. It's never been anything like that. I know Nick, I, I know we love Pac. Fucking Snoop is everywhere. Everywhere. Polarizing figure? Yeah, it's Pac all day. But in the height of the height, nigga, was bigger than Doggy Style. Coming off the chronic. Coming off a deep cover. Coming off a deep... Come on, stop. <laughs> stop. Let's stop. But... You don't have to say it. it's because it's not a it's not really a debate. They they ended they they eventually ended up being part of the same crew. Pac had aspirations to go on and build something else to give others a chance. Snoop went on to do it and give others a, and put hella people on in the process. Isn't this what it's supposed to look like? This man got his family intact. He he, he still feels. Um, and is aware of his of how valuable his creativity is. So, here's my final album in this phase, and now I'm moving on. It's supposed it's supposed to look like that. None none of this shit is supposed to last forever. But our 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 scarcity. No no no, not our scarcity. The scarcity and how much of our decision-making and processing and especially our, our emotions are filtered through the concept of scarcity, bro, is what has been limit, limiting us forever. Yeah, it's a very healthy approach. It's, uh, it's also like factoring in like the level of, uh, of trauma that we all have that we constantly carry day in and day out and not realizing that the more that you put on your plate, the the more opportunity you have for triggers to be involved. Mm. So, like... Wait, say that again, G? Said, said that the fact that we all have trauma and that the more that we constantly put on our plate has, has a better opportunity for... Um, to release different... or uh, present more for triggers. Mm. Um and us not knowing all of our triggers has us in these spun-out moments, you know? And that's something that, shit, society feeds off of, mm. you know? Like, it's that that's the cancer that we have. It's just, like, when somebody spun out, we put so many cameras on somebody that spun out that, and they don't even realize it, that this is what's transpiring. Mm. And the world is sucking you dry. And once you once you're done, like once once that once and if and if that kills you, then we'll give our RIPs and move <laughs> on to the next nigga. You know what I'm saying? And like and and more, but more, and and have the nerve to mourn you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, how how the nerve to mourn you? You know, bring you up, uh, profit off of you, all that stuff like that. You yeah. know, like the, all that stuff. It, it comes with the territory. Yeah. Uh, but for folks that are actually trying to 
actually realizing the amount of trauma that you have and knowing that these things are with you forever. You know, certain people, people are not coming back. You know, like you only have them this lifetime. And if you don't have them no more, then that shit sticks with you. Hmm. Uh, So like doing whatever you can to like just gather pieces of mind gives, puts you in these, these type of situations. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's really people coming to, it's really coming to the, um, like coming to the realization of like, how much do you actually need in order to like, you know, be, be the best version of yourself. Hmm. You know, how much do you actually need? You know, and like, and how do you stay true to yourself? And it's just like, if you put it in, if you put that in the, if you put that in other people's hands, or you put that into like your support, into like the support that you have hand, you know, like if your support system is like your fans, then they're going to run you into the ground. If there's, if your support system is your label, they gonna run you into the ground, mm. you know. Like it's it's a matter of like really getting to like the the gritty of like what it is for yourself. And I applaud bro for that shit, you know. Like I mean, we could see that shit, but like you know, when that nigga wasn't when he ain't been when you ain't been around and you that big, like you <laughs> there. This man said that he go what he go what months without, without his, his months without his phone. We we can tell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can tell my nigga. I need but, to go back to his phone and got a hundred three missed calls. But how do you how do you feel Easily. how do you feel if you're if you're 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 Drake and and yeah and you're entangled in this this thing and and the world feeds into it and then bro come drop a a, a poem basically <laughs> and then just cut. Are you hot? What? This nigga, this nigga, he ain't say nothing. Pissed. <laughs> exactly. Without, without realizing, that's it's the same thing with like the uh, the whole thing when um when uh, DJ Khaled flipped out about Tyler, Tyler. Crater. Yep. If you don't know, you don't. You know. don't know. You know, like if you've been out here and you've been doing everything possible to stay relevant within the space of how it is today. Because you think that's the way to go about things, and then this nigga does this, and he ain't been nowhere, he, and he ain't the, nowhere to be found. And the music has a noticeable decline in the process. Mm. Like, yeah, it's 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 yay and Drake for fuck's sake. They're never gonna make bad anything. Like they're incapable of making anything bad. Oh, so yeah, it's never. Grandfather in. Say it again. Grandfather in. Yeah. Yeah. You, grandfather in, and 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 you just dope. You just make dope shit. But the investment into the relevancy, to your point, has the has the music doing a, a downward slope. The thoughts aren't completed. The efforts aren't completed. Meanwhile, this nigga's away, not buying, not tapped into all that shit, and then and then damn can be as thoughtful as it is. You just said it. You can play it frontwards and backwards. And you know how hard that is to do? Frank Ocean is somewhere figuring out. Time signatures, and having the math match up to the to the to the songs, and then you go, wait a minute, that's what? Like that's what that's what he's spending his time doing. I don't know. It just it just it it it's so indicative of of the world. We talking about everything that don't fucking matter, bro. Like, I'm, who who cares, nigga? When when either one of you niggas drop, y'all the two biggest artists ever. 
Just go and focus. Not just, everybody can say that. Yeah. Just go focus on the music. And give us and give us the best possible effort. You in a dick measuring contest with the two <laughs> the two niggas who probably should piece up and make <laughs> shit together and take over the world. And I, who could who gives a shit? Honestly, at the end of the day, because Dot is about to come through and give us something that is gonna win them another fucking monumental prize because it's thoughtful. Yeah, they might want to put that shit out. Tuck your chain in, nigga. Yeah, you might want to just put your shit out. <laughs> Do because when the reaper when the reaper drop when that nigga drop. Yeah, you might want to just put your shit out now. Do do we deserve artists like that? Uh, no, 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 no. I'm sorry. I didn't mean artists like that. I meant do we deserve humans like that? I think the people that know do. I think the people that know do. But I what what is that... what is what 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 is knowing? I'm, I genuinely mean that. What is yeah. what is knowing? Yeah, I think knowing is is that if you can pick up on what exactly an individual is doing. Like the, like there's 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 not enough. Well, there, I don't know if there's enough people that know, or if there's just not enough people that have have been verbal about it. Hmm. As far as like just what he's been doing this entire time that he's been gone, hmm. you know, like the folks. So you got to think about it. Like the people that are just so worried about him dropping music, like nigga, drop music already, drop music already. Don't realize that. Bro, that nigga dropped a damn. Like, <laughs> like if you drop an album like that, my nigga, you ain't never got to drop again in my book if you don't want to. But if you do, then I'll be happy that you did. But it's not like a nigga's about to be stressing you out over, nigga. What's your next... Like, because that's the same thing about when, like, when you just drop something, right? As an artist or, you know, just as a, a musician or whatever. You just drop something... And you go out on, like, the, on like the, you know, go out and talk about it and stuff like that. And niggas is already asking you, what's your ne- what, what you doing next? Like, nigga. And it's like, my nigga, I just spent the last X amount of years <laughs> doing this. Why the fuck are you telling me? Why the fuck are you asking me about what's next? Well, to that point, G, he might be the only nigga spending years on a record. Him and Frank. Mm-hmm. They, might be, they, they might be the only nigga spending years on a record because of the climate. Oh, nigga, what? Uh, Isaiah's done it. Though he, uh, I don't know how much of it he's it was of his choosing or like he just that's just what he does. No, that's the, that's the system over there. Yeah, you you gonna sit down? We gonna craft this and we yeah. gonna and and because shout, shout out shout out to shout out to Deuce shout out to Danielle shout out to Kev niggas and crack the code on the formula. That's what I was telling Paul yesterday. Oh, nigga, you can you can really do this shit. So now, what do I look like? Gee, I got I'm sitting on joints. Mm-hmm. I thought about it the other day. I got the uh, I got three voice notes of three separate projects, and I just hit play. And I was like, the old, the younger version of me would have been so pressed to put this out because it's just like, damn, this shit hard. Nigga, no, mm-hmm. gotta go find a situation, a platform, a bag. The right marketing strategy, the right this, the right that, and if it's this good, what if I go back and do another pass on it? Mm-hmm. But it comes, all that shit comes with being blessed enough to go find, to go find how to protect yourself and fund yourself and feed yourself outside of the music, so you're not, so niggas is not taking advantage of 
you just needing to keep your lights on. Mm. Fuck out of here, bro. I love this shit too much. So I probably, you think you still love it? I think I love it more than I ever did because now I'm able to, I'm able to go spend years. I've been, I got a fucking song I've been sitting on for two years, y'all. You you can't you showed up the like you walked into the studio like right after I cut the vocals. Lex goes, nigga, you ready for your life to change after that comes out? Like that, you just got to be ready for that. And when he said it, I was like, damn. So, just gonna sit on it <laughs> until, <laughs> until everything else is ready. But it's that's also a luxury. That's also a blessing. So I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to demonize the cats that are that have figured out the formula and just putting out shit at a high clip. Like, cause I I enjoy that too. I, I think that think there's some brilliance in that. To what, what West Side Gun is doing, my nigga, run it the fuck up. But West Side is also doing his own thing and not in competition with anybody. And very clear on nigga, I'm better than all you niggas. What you want to do? Give me that mentality all day. If you go, if that's gonna be your approach. You know, um, and then in a, but in a, in the same breath when you said it, nigga, I th- it's just him, it's just Frank, it's just Tyler, it's just them niggas going away, and putting that much effort in. So when they pull up, I'm, I can tour. You, I think I can tour damn for three years. For three years, what? Name a rapper that was able to tour a record for three years. The same one. Travis. Travis Travis seemed active because of the Kardashian shit, because of the sneakers and everything. That nigga not putting out no music at a Astro. How long ago was Astro World now? And <laughs> they capitalize on a lot of other shit. You know what I'm saying? Like he doing everything, everything else. And meanwhile, him and Mike Dean are nigga, they in there chipping away and sculpting something that's gonna come through and make everybody go, God damn. Including getting the bag pregnant again. Shout out to Trav, boy. <laughs> pew, pew, pew. He, you think he was a side shot? Huh? I think it was a side shot. Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that shit, that shit came in right to the right. <laughs> <laughs> that motherfucker came in like a pinball, nigga. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was about the best nigga to save its life, boy. Oh man, the I, I, it speaks staying in the in the realm of artist mindsets, mentality, humanity, all the shit. Lizzo's about to get everybody the fuck out of here. God damn it, yo! And it's killing me. God, God damn it, yo! Oh. We just got down with Lil Nas, man. <laughs> <laughs> like off the tail with a Lil Nas, we got another thing that niggas can't talk about. You can't say anything. You can't talk about shit. You can't say anything. <laughs> Nothing is funny anymore, y'all. But guess what? Nigga, this is our show. <laughs> Fuck out of here. You kidding me? Uh-oh. There's no way I'm not saying nothing. Nah, that's real. That's real. You just, you, have to, you just have to take that, you know? Like, are you? Gee. You better, if you don't, I'm going to say. Oh, no, big time. Like, you can't come out and be like. Who like who Lizzo has been to this point? You cannot be that person and then cry after being the person that you are. Like you can't do that. Nah. You gotta pick one of these that's lanes. That's not that's not how that works or where I come from. I need you to pick one of these lanes, yo. Lex, stop, nigga. That's not tell me is that how that works where we come from? You get to be Billy badass and then cry? 
No. No, nah, because like after like after the success of that first run, and you tried to double back with the exact same, the exact same uh, crutch, right? Like the same, this exact same safety net. You, you came back. You did that the first time around. You came back with even a larger budget because y'all ran it up the first time off of that safety net. Second time around, bigger budget. Thought it was a larger safety net. No, that shit got smaller, nigga. So did that shit again. You figured you 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 bounced. You bounced. It was off the floor, but you bounced. <laughs> and here you go. Big tears. My nigga, cry all you want to. I don't cry cry all you want to, but you don't get to turn your phone on and do it. Emotions don't work like that. Mm. That shit was effective. Oh, of course. What? Of course it is, because everybody everybody shook. It's a lot of investment in there. Every, everybody shook. Everybody's potential to earn is com- being compromised. And then niggas don't, just don't have no tact about themselves. Mm. Ain't nobody attacking no black woman. Ain't nobody body shaming. There ain't, ain't none of that going on. Mm. The, mu- the, in the in the music and the art is subjective, so I'm not even talking about the music and the art. Go get your fucking mental health intact first, my nigga, before you go start to start sit in front of a camera. See, now you're talking. You not, you not well. You're not well and you playing with fame, bro. Don't These people don't give a fuck about... You worried about what somebody on the internet say? Are you kidding me? G. See, see, if, Lil, see Lil Nas is about this life. Hey. Uh. So, <laughs> my, my nigga grew up a troll. He about this life. There ain't nothing you can you, say you that's might, gonna hurt him. Well, you might want to get to the bro. He's already ahead of the game on that shit, bro. It's like man, like it's like what is it like? Uh, what is it? They were just talking about that shit on Brilliant Idiots, but uh, Lavelle, like it was Lavelle. Which one was the one that was a Canadian that was hella big? Uh, Lavelle Crawford. Lavelle Crawford. Yeah. So like, yeah, you come at Lavelle about fat jokes, my nigga. Like he didn't hurt that entire life. Yeah. My nigga, like he already got shit to come back at you a thousand times over with this type of shit, right? Yeah. My nigga, like, if you've been playing off of the whole, like, that whole concept for, and got you to this level of fame and stardom and money, in that time that you've been away, we had a whole 2020, bro. You got a lot of money. You should have been in therapy. You should have been getting to the bottom of whatever it is that'll make you start crying crocodile tears. Motherfucker can't come online and give you some Twitter fingers, then all of a sudden you start tearing up. But you said something so fucking profound in the Kendrick segment. If if your value is determined by your fans, or if it's determined by your label, God fucking bless you. Because they're going to throw you to the wolves. Oh, easily. The the labels got to keep, they got to keep making, you got to recoup. You got to recoup. And then once you recoup, you a, you a cash cow nigga. Get get milk her for everything she's worth. The fans they fickle. This is how they are, nigga. They got jobs, kids, lives, and 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 and, and emotional trauma and shit going on. In they damn self. So they for them for them to be your dependency. Oh, you are fucked. Mm-hmm. And that's the that's the part that's been forget forgive me because this shit is so. The Lizzo shit hits so close to home mm. um, because this nigga's still running around here depending on fucking talent. Mm. And that shit ain't never done, that shit ain't never served nobody. It's not, that talent don't serve a fucking thing. They don't. 
the niggas who the niggas who are great humans and work their fucking ass off are the ones that get there and keep it and figure out how to evolve in the space, figure out how to expand in the space, figure out how to put other people on. Because the value of putting other people on, guess what that does? Nigga, that guarantees you're going to be there. You're going to be there forever. Why you worried around, why you worried about yo, why you worried about credit? Why you worried about why you worried about your name being in a motherfucking Instagram post, nigga? That shit don't get you no money. You kidding me? Go put somebody on though and watch how that kickback come out. Go own, go own all your shit and watch how you can license it and that equity you get. But guess what ownership comes with? Overhead, problems, staff, you gotta pay people. And it, and it may, nigga, you may, Lex, we may do a film today, Friday, Friday. It took them, they shot Friday in 20 days for $2 million. What's What's Friday generated now? Damn, Q kick himself every day for not putting that money up. <laughs> 20 days, $2 million, your own money, and they convince you not, they convince you not to do it because they know if this shit hits, oh, we can make it two million. That's it. We can give you that. And nigga, it's, a, they're, and it's they're, a travesty they did what they did with that franchise. Yeah. To get, and it, to get them less money each time after that. And then Chris Tucker go. They, Chris Tucker go on principle. I'm not fucking with y'all. Yeah. Because it's it's no it's no way New Line Cinema whomever don't come back to the table and go, fam, you murdered that shit on on the strength. Here you go. <laughs> There's no, gee, there's no, it's not how that works. Not, not where we come from. Yeah. What, ha, what, what, what happened when you put a play together? Regar, rega, regardless, nigga, you just put the niggas together. Hey, hey, my nigga in New York need 50 of them. Hey, all right, bro, I got you. Nigga, if you, if you put the play together, nine times out of ten, nigga, you step out of the room, both of the niggas send you some cheese. It's happened my whole life. It's very nice. Am I am I making that up? No. So when you watch when I'm watching this shit, when I'm watching, and it's not even it's not even the um the Gen Zers. The Gen Zers got this shit figured out. Oh, for sure. It's yeah. the soft ass millennials yeah. that are that are stuck in purgatory and think somebody's supposed to give a fuck about their feeling. And they still want to be famous though. So yeah, that's a hell of a conundrum. <laughs> so care about my feelings. <laughs> hey, hey, stranger, don't bully me. Don't don't internet inter, internet egg, nigga. <laughs> you are you crazy? But you get all of your value from a fucking like, from a comment. You sick fucks. I'm so sick of millennials, bro. Like it's it's disturbing. All all how does all of your value come from sources outside of yourself? You don't have no self worth at all. You know, not even a little bit. Mm-mm. To where somebody can crumble you. Mm-hmm. You make art. It's subjective. Everybody's not going to like news. Everybody's not going to like it. Everybody doesn't fuck with you. And and guess what? Nobody owes you a fucking thing, bro. And newsflash: even if they fuck with you that one time, they don't always fuck with you. <laughs> like so, you might you might fucking get lighting in a bottle, nigga, and that motherfucker. Next time around, nigga, it's almost as if you didn't do that shit. And and then your but your entitlement goes, oh now they gotta fuck with me forever. 
bro, you're sick. And then, and then sick enough to turn your camera phone on and cry <laughs> in the shit and go, can't nobody say nothing. And then grown ass people go cyberbullying. Turn your fucking phone off, you sicko. I, that's that's where I'm not, I'm not fucking with people. They they just gonna have to be upset with that because anybody that's got enough wherewithal to turn their camera phone on, I'm roasting you. Bro, I love the Marlon Wayans uh, like interviews that he's doing because he talks about the Wayans brothers and like how all them niggas have checked their phones. <laughs> <laughs> like none of them niggas have none of them shits. Like because from from the mo- from the moment that they realize that they get, you get in trouble for the shit that you say. Oh, this these like... niggas know it damn well. The shit that they say, the first thing that comes to mind is a rap. It's, it's sick. <laughs> it's sick. It's sick. That ha- that happened while we were gone, y'all. I. And um and G G has a segment called While We Were Going in Our Notes. I'm I was so glad because I just forgotten about it. The the but it was the, that shit bugged me so much, bro. Yeah. I, I maybe I'm sick for how much it bugged me, but it did. <laughs> no, no. I mean it. You hit it on the head. That's literally what it was. It's just that it was the crying into the phone. It was the it was it was a crying to the phone, and then it was the fact that it was acknowledged the way that it was. Man. Because like they're going back in the day on like like the calf, the, the dude that took over uh, for like the Jeopardy, uh, because folks you know because they did the whole trial round of different people, mm-hmm. but because they didn't like the fact that he's taking over for Jeopardy, they went back into an old podcast that he was talking about like fat fat uh, fat phobic <laughs> and uh, and like some of the things that he was trans- like he was talking about and it was just like bro like you know some of the things that people talk about on podcasts like. No. This is, like, literally, like, you you never listened to it. No. But you didn't found that shit because you didn't like the fact that that person won whatever position or they took whatever position or it is what it is. But I'll be damned if after some shit that was said on here and if I, there was opportunity that arose and then they went back and grabbed some <laughs> shit that I said and they said, nigga, now apologize. Oh, I guess I can't have that position then. Cause but, but, yeah. where but the see, fuck that's, you take that apology coming But from? that's the, that's that part, though. Where it's like, I, well, I guess I don't need it then because podcast culture just as a whole, but then you're going to also go take it out of context. There isn't, there isn't a single thing either of us have said that within context you don't go, all right, and just, just go on about your day. Yeah. But if you, come, if you come with the intention of trying to plug it out of context, nigga, you can, you can achieve that a million times over. Nigga, we got fucking however many hundreds of hours of audio of us of just sitting here hours. just talking, yeah. and sh- talking shit. There is niggas can go. They can go piece. I can. I can go piece together uh, some shit on, hey, that, on, on all of us that, right now. That trail. That trail would be nuts. <laughs> it would be sick. Secretly, it'd be fire though. <laughs> no, oh, that, oh, that should be lit. That should be lit. But the, just this, just the trajectory of it. Though, like, uh, I need. I need like I, that shit they have. My bad. That shit they have for like uh, Charlemagne where they just piece together his uh, oh, where he would just go boy. in on anybody. Like he hasn't done anything on Breakfast Club since. But bro, they had about a twelve minute segment of just they just. Going in and literally fucking up every guest that came, bro. They got a they got a, a like a clip of Charlemagne just talking about the wildest like like pseudo gay like rape culture shit, mm. and it's like dang, anything can be done. Oh yeah, oh yeah, Charlemagne he got real quiet and got the fuck up out of there when they was talking about when uh, they went over like the case that didn't mm-hmm. you know that got like swept underneath the rug or whatever yep. from from back home. Yeah, you got hey. My nigga didn't. He didn't. He didn't address it. He didn't say a word. <laughs> he didn't say a word. Hey, bro, kept it pushing. 
But also, but also, and see how quickly that shit switched over. Like niggas, niggas just, niggas niggas just wanna, it's almost as if that shit didn't happen. But now. that's the that's the brilliant part of it. And it's like niggas want to demonize Charlemagne. And it's like nah, he just been in this shit for so long, and can really tell how how fickle culture is, where everybody's piling on intentionally one week, and then the very next week the world just is moved on. Don't nobody care for real. You know what I'm saying? Like the the uh, you, you see these folks protesting around the world. What's happening in Afghanistan is fucking heartbreaking, um, cause like livelihood and shit is at stake. Meanwhile, oh, you see that you see that uh, that plane, bro. That shit looks nuts. That is so in comparison. That's what I mean. Yeah, in comparison to shit that matters, versus living your life online for social status. Is the is the illest illness. Uh, um, along the lines of that, I was like, the, the, we're talking about the thirty somethings, the millennials, the the trauma amongst the thirty somethings is the most toxic wasteland in the world. Mm. Um, becomes because it comes with delusion, delusion, entitlement, and and this in this fal- this falsehood of passion. And then sprinkle scarcity on top of it. And nothing's getting done. Nothing. I mean, no, you talk about a fucking hamster wheel. You thought corporate was a hamster wheel? No, nigga. This toxic wasteland niggas are in the pretending like they give a fuck is, is terrifying, bro. Because <laughs> it's not rooted in anything. So now, now instead of us dealing with the raw data... L walks in and goes, "Hey fellas, we we should we should continue to do this based on the numbers. The numbers say we should continue to do this part of the pod. Monty, you need to stop doing this. Lex, do more of this. I'm gonna do this, and then we go on. And then I look at L and go, "Nigga, who the fuck you think you are?" <laughs> He's going, "No, nah, Monty, I'm just showing you what the data says." I'm going, "Nah, nigga, you got me fucked up." You think you own the joint. You critiquing me. Wait a minute, fam. I'm just giving you the information so you can be better. But my trauma, my delusion, and the scarcity got me filtering him just giving me the information as him attacking me. And he just want me to be better and achieve my goal and have some success. But I didn't filter through a whole bunch of shit that don't have nothing to do with the fucking information. Um, what's that, Moneyball? Um, where the nigga, the, the A's, the, the oh, A's. Oh, yeah. Here, they roasting, roasting Jonah Hill's character because who is this nerd nigga just showing us numbers? And he's going, bruh, the, the information says if we do this with our budget and go get these players, we will be viable at a lower cost so we'll have more money to play with if the shit don't work. Who's arguing against that? Now, in hindsight. <laughs> in real time, all the old timers is like, nah, this is the way we always done it, so this is the way we gonna do it. Sir, excuse me, what? <laughs> <laughs> this is the way we always done it, so this is how we gonna do it. Is it working? I don't know. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Can we go back? Can we go back? I don't know. <laughs> this is the way we always done it, so this is how we gonna do it. Is it working? I don't know, nigga. 
L just walked in here with the data that says this is what we can do to get better, and I fight it. I'm a sicko. I need help. But we don't, but the fact that we don't, we don't view when people do that as that, relationships, our partners, nigga. We got partners that have families that are making decisions that wouldn't suggest that their families are priority. But because it's our partners, our culture says you can't check your partner. You got to just let them ride so you don't seem like no bitch nigga. That's crazy. No, nigga, you moving crazy. (laughs) Wait a minute. You're moving crazy. Your family needs to be priority. So in order for that to be the theme, I got to check you. And I hope that you'll check me if I'm out here moving crazy. If I, no, but if I'm saying I want a family. Mm. If I'm not saying I don't want a family, nigga, let me do my thing. Let me wild the fuck out. Mm-hmm. But every time I talk to you, I'm asking you questions about your situation to figure out how to be better in my situation. Check me, bro. Hey, Lex, think... Uh, Man, this entertainment shit, I think we could really figure it out. This storytelling shit, I think we could figure it out. But then I'm moving contradictory to the information I'm giving you. Check me. But we're above being checked? But I care. I'm passionate. But you can't be checked. So now we stuck in a loop because of your delusion, your trauma, scarcity... We're fucked. <laughs> just like that. Just sit, no, no, no. Literally, just like that. And it and it seems to be the most prevalent amongst the the black thirty somethings. Gen Zers, they good. They for for whatever reason they reckless abandon got them at the very least getting shit done. Our elders, nigga, they committed to we going to work. <laughs> Fuck what you talking about. <laughs> I need my I need my benefits and my my 401k. They committed to something. Yeah. They're from true scarcity. Man. Yeah. Fuck are you talking about? Dream. <laughs> what? I'm going to work. <laughs> Bro. Meanwhile. Oh was- shit. Just real quick. My pop said to me, nigga, dream. That's what you do when you go to sleep. <laughs> That's what you do for work. <laughs> hey. Hey. Lex, there's a part of me that goes, my nigga, you're right. <laughs> you're, not, right. you're not making that up. That's what you do. Yeah, I mean, that's nice. So the commitment one way or another is way more beneficial than these niggas in the middle. You know what, you know what millennials are? The fucking liberals. That's what millennials are. It's a whole bunch of niggas in the middle pretending that's fucking shit up right now. That's it. Yeah, I mean, for the most part, millennials is like a bridge. Like, you got a bridge between those, like, truly uh, scarce mentalities and then wanting to go out there and do what you want to do and not really, like... And then being right there at the cusp of, like, when the internet hits. So, like, really really not knowing at the pace that Gen Z was able to get the pace on. Mm. So, like, you really just right there at the bridge. And, like, nigga, I don't know what it is about that bridge. Like, you being that bridge or actually trying to cross that bridge. But that that's probably, like, one of the scariest things, you know? Like, for some reason, it's just, like, trying to get across this goddamn bridge. <laughs> like, you're looking, at, you're looking at all that prosperity over there, all that freedom. 
And you're just looking at it like, but that's that's it's gotta be good. It's it's too good to be true. Yeah. I see it. Damn, that's a bar. I see it, but like, can I actually go over there? Hmm. Like who go like so I feel like when I go over there, somebody gonna stop me though. It's gotta be somebody that stopped me from going over there, right? Oh, you telling me that's just open? Hmm. Nah. Where where the trick at, bro? Like nigga looking around for the trick. This is set up, nigga. When I get over there, nigga about to cut that bridge, nigga. That shit, I'm going right in this water, ain't I? Yeah, I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna do that. So I'm gonna tell you, nigga, how you can't go over there, bro. <laughs> you, might, you, might, you, you might as well stay over there with me. <laughs> Stop a nigga. Whoa, what you think you're about to do, bro? You about to, you about to try? You gonna try that? Hey, man. You gonna try? You know I know a nigga who tried to yeah, do that. <laughs> you know what happened to him? But the fucked up part is they don't. They heard a story about a nigga yeah, that no, another nigga was... claimed he knew that he didn't know. And so nobody's trying. Nobody even know where that where that word even came from. Like where uh, like where that information even came from, where that story came from, who started that story. Have you have y'all watched the uh the war, how the war started between um the Bloods and the Crips? Mm-mm. And they they interview a whole bunch of like young YGs. And they and they tell a version of the story that they've been hearing from their OGs forever, mm. and then eventually they trace it back to the OGs, and the OGs all have different versions of the story, mm. and so it's like, and and it's fucked up because Vlad is a- asking the question, so he's like, wait, so y'all don't really <laughs> know what the beef is about, like, but we talking about a fifty year war. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, cause uh, such. A, wait a minute. So you do you do you? But do you know? And and the cold part is that beef is for so long that it's in, it's impossible for you not to have some level of degree of separation from somebody that got killed. So you're always gonna be in that shit. Yeah. Like there's no way. Yeah. It, it's, there's no there's no way of of convincing me that it ain't real now. Like yeah. we we in it now because there's so many so many actual lives have been lost. Off of something that may or may not be the actual version of what yeah, took but place. The origin story? Yeah. The origin story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, speaking of fucking origin stories. Remember Original Gangsters? My, Orig- my Orig- nigga. Uh, yeah, Drew Down was yeah, a great yeah, yeah, actor. Yeah, yeah, Drew Down, Drew Down, yes. Yeah. And Braxton. My nigga Braxton. <laughs> Braxton. <laughs> Braxton. <laughs> With the do rag. Yeah. With the flap out. Yeah. Yo. Yeah. Original Gangsters is crazy. The fact that that movie got made is announced. <laughs> <laughs> I want to interview Drew Down just to talk about Original Gangster. For sure. Yeah. I just want to just interview that, just Drew on that. Down. Yeah. I, but I, I I would start there. Like <laughs> That's where he would start? Yeah. I know people go like, can you feel me? No, 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 no. Original Gangsters. I need to know. <laughs> I need to know how you got that role, first of all. <laughs> like, what was the audition process? What did, was that did set you, like? Did you have to audition? Is the question. <laughs> He's like, nah. <laughs> I just walked on. I didn't even know they were shooting a movie. I, was, I thought this was real life. I didn't read the script. Nothing. I just made all that up. <laughs> oh, um, I had a thought based off of somebody I know. This ain't. This isn't firsthand story. Nigga, this firsthand. Fuck out of here. It's my show. <laughs> I don't care. Can can a former lover transition into being? And your like trusted circle, and you got it, and you got it, you 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 got a situation, you got a wife, girlfriend, whatever, fiance, nigga, you got you got a situation, but this person meant 
Wait, so he, he current lover or a former lover? No, former lover. Former former, no, 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 no. But how former is former? For, no, she it's 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 a little. It, it might even be a little bit of overlap. Mm. Oh nope. <laughs> I'm telling you that now. My nigga was out. Punt. Nope. Hey, punt first Wait. down, nigga. <laughs> it, was, it was how immediate it was. My nigga said, nope. It's, that's out. We are not going for this. <laughs> punt. It's that simple. Hey, no, you can I'm, lie to yourself. <laughs> no, no, no. That's what I'm asking. Oh. That's what I'm asking. Nah, if, if there's been overlap. And it's that soon? Like, if it's been a couple of years, then, yeah, because, you know, people grow. If, so, if, if, it's been an, if it's been a couple years with the overlap, or no overlap can take place, could nah, have taken place. That, so it would have to be, if there was an overlap, mm. overlap, then you've been with the, with the new female for at least three to four years. Because two of those years don't count because there was the overlap. <laughs> Facts erase everything. Yeah. What'd you say, fam? Mm, I mean, given as a single individual, I say yay. You say yay. I say yay. But it's a difficult deal because, like, if, they're, if they maneuver into the, into the, uh, into the trusted circle, mm. then I feel like there's always a opening then because i want to say like how is your how are you separating like the the level of um importance that they're playing Mm -hmm. from like what was before yeah you know what i mean because like it doesn't matter like who either one of y'all is messing with if that's where your connection are always at you know what i mean or ever was ever was Mm -hmm. yeah ever was but if it's like they're in there forever in that in that part of the circle, whatever. Mm. Well, I guess another. I mean, is it are they just better? Is it do, do, what that mean? Or if we if we're talking about we're separate people, does that just mean that we're just better? Like we realize at this point that we're literally just better, not fucking with each other. Yes, that's so. The thinking is a. In order, in order to ensure that you can stay around and that I can have you around, the transition has to be this. Mm-hmm. Um, however, it ain't always that simple. You know what I'm saying? It's not. It's not a not the flick of a switch. But because the maybe and perhaps everybody isn't wired wired the same. Mm-hmm. But a form of intimacy for me is creativity. Creativity. Exchange, the exchange of ideas. So if, hey, my nigga, I got an idea. This is crazy. And then, and then the banter is like, boom, 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 boom. And it's literally just that. No flirting, no nothing. It's like, my nigga, I had an idea. You shoot the shit, then hang up the phone. It's like, God damn, that was sexy. <laughs> now I'm back to, I'm back to, what the fuck? Now nah, I can't talk to you, fam. But... <laughs> The creativity is your love language at the same time. See what I'm, see what I'm saying? And, uh, but the, but then also another form of intimacy is having had shared dreams with someone at some point. Nigga, you told me your dreams? Ooh, I want you to win. Especially if it didn't end bad. Like, if it didn't end on the wild shit, it just it just either fizzled out or you wouldn't got a nigga or I wouldn't got a situation and we just went our, like, in the routine of things went our separate ways. I'm, I, I hella need, I, I want you to win. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm uh, there's part of me that has context to your backstory that know what you went through. It can't just be just fuck you. It can't be. It don't got to be fuck you. But it's just, when there's the overlap, it just seems like, I'll, I'll say for me, mm-hmm. in the past, if there was overlap, and if the new one I was dealing with, if any little thing on my nerves, ah, I might slide back. No, no, no. For that's, so then that's the other part. It's, if she goes, nah, I hella fuck with women in situations, and the fact that you trying to, like, do the shit is kind of like, she must be special. Nigga, I'm going to respect that. So even when you own some bullshit, it's like, Nah, you know, fucking. <laughs> I, I just, I, I don't know too many ladies that's like that. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I guess, I guess I've been, man. I had so. Do y'all realize how much time I had to think? I was, nigga. I went down on the thirtieth. It's the fucking twenty first or whatever it is today. Yeah. Damn. Um, the. Yeah, I think you have a better opportunity though. I think it's, I think it's a better opportunity of that going. In an interesting direction, if y'all never were lovers, mm. like if that was, if that was never a thing, but y'all just this, this has always been somebody like or somebody that's in your um, in like your inner circle, or whatever, or your trusted circle. Mm-hmm. Um, I think even if y'all don't end up being that way, mm. I think that bond right there fucking hurts the fuck out of whoever the hell you're messing with. Yeah, because like they're like nigga, I can't, I can't even. I can't access that part of you. Yeah. 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 And so that's where I got, that's where I got, it got me to think. So, thank you, G. Does the lover part even matter or does the, conne- is the connection what hurts more? Oh, connection always hurts. Yeah, yeah it's the connection. Yeah. So what are we, what Because they, the f- they get the love part, like, twisted anyway. Like, they think, they, they get, like, the actual action of things mm. twisted anyway. Like it really, it really be the connection of stuff, mm. and they think that even they they bypass the fact that their the connection is like the most important thing. Mm. They bypass that to say that because you did such and such with whatever, there was a connection there also. Mm. You know what I mean? Like that's really where they go to. So they just marriage the two naturally when a connection is completely different mm. for a nigga. Like you know, there's I that I I watched the. I watched the Nick Cannon interview, mm-hmm. and it was another one of on your list. Boy, of that nigga we, was preaching. Boy. It was another one of your list of while we were gone, yeah. and I I had just forgotten about it. But I think I walked around the rest of the day going, "God damn!" Um, That's why Nick be in the position he in, boy. At, you know, because now that he's doing press right now, promoting this latest season of While and Out, it's bro, you got hella baby mamas. What the fuck is going on? You know, he laughed, Kiki. <laughs> and then, and then it's it's funny because he did, and correct me if I'm wrong, G. It didn't feel like he came in there with a point to like educate. He kind of let folks ask their questions and then educated within the realm of answering their questions. Mm-hmm. So it felt more. Uh, it felt. I, I hella respect people that don't walk around defending themselves all the time. Their decision making. They don't feel a need to be on the defense. If you do ask them a question, if you're if you are cordial enough 
to ask them a question, they will they will offer you a a, a well thought out answer, and that seems so much more beneficial than you got me fucked up. Da, 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 da. Like it just seems like there's you you get so much more accomplished in the in the in the realm of a dialogue. You actually get to inform folks, and so that's what I was getting from the interview. Yeah, and society, I think society wasn't prepared for that form of thinking. Hmm. You know what I mean? Because that's what society be saying that they be wanting to, like they be wanting folks to talk about or whatever, mm. but that's not the actual thing that, y'all not really about that life. Mm. And this thing was literally just talking about the fact that, nigga, I don't, I don't, I don't have control over anybody's body. Like, mm. they're, they're making the decision. This is on them. I don't have, I have zero control over that. Mm. We vibe, and I believe in, you know, giving people what it is that, you know, brings them into, you know, whether it's motherhood or whatever it is, but I'm there, I'm present in each one of these. You know what I mean? Like, regardless of whatever it is between the actual adult portion of things, I'm there for the children. You know what I mean? And that's like, hey, whatever that nigga said on the air, that nigga's had that talk thousands of times behind the scenes. So each woman, I'm pretty sure, is on that exact same... And that that's a hell of a plot to be in, in my book. That level of communication did that, that that it wasn't it wasn't nothing that was wrong. And if everybody I with it, and so that's where the 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 transitioning lover thought came, where it was like, damn, nothing's wrong. I want to respect the situation. She wants to respect the situation. We but we still. We still have a synergy collaborative collaboratively mm-hmm. um, is that the same or is it is it a reach how, if it is a reach, how did we get here and is there a way to move past all these different things that started to come up where it was like damn how did, how did how did we arrive here where the go, the governing part of each other's bodies, each other's space, each other's futures, what what have you, is mixed up in these things that are merely just transactional, or at least should be. Uh, me, Morgan and I were talking, and it's like, yo, friendships and shit in relationships can't be transactional. It's like, bullshit. That's crazy. Every everybody's using everybody, and to but to pretend like it isn't happening is the part that's a little um concerning or or deceitful but every like even even just you got your friend you got your partners that just call and just dump hey man you got a second and then then just for however the fuck long just dump like ha i feel better i'm gonna call you back (laughs) it's like (laughs) didn't didn't ask you how you were doing if you had time for that shit none of they just called and dumped and got the fuck off the phone that's a transaction I don't give a fuck what you say. You just dumped all your shit on me. You didn't. You didn't even bother to check to see what I had going on. <laughs> and if you and if you did know I had shit going on, it didn't matter because you found it a way. You found a nigga, nigga call you G and go, "How you doing, man?" And you go, "Man, you know what? You've, it's the one day you feel like you can confide and you let them know." And they go, "Oh man, I had that happen." <laughs> and then and then it's off to the races. And now it's about them. Mm-hmm. That's a transaction. So to so to act like all of these relationships aren't, um, and then to offer the same terrain, 
I'm curious. I'm curious. I'd, I'd like to talk to some women about that um, to see what I what what holes are in my my process. Because mm. um, I, I know that, I know that they are. are I don't want to not about to land on. I'm right. I got it. I'm, I'm genuinely asking questions. It's like yo, like this is all transactional. This is this is home though. And it's oh fuck. Let's get into some other shit. But no, for sure. I mean, we were just having this conversation for just like casting, but. Um, speaking with women on a similar type of topic, more so in the, in the realm of like marriage or whatever, but um, a lot of it, a, a shit ton of it, is tied up in uh, church mm. and mm. and society's expectations too, um, on like how you are able to uh, basically corral people into a, a form of thinking. Mm. You know, like it, you would literally, like the way, the thing that Nick was talking about and really where society has maneuvered towards without it even being like communicated that way, like the shit that just happened with, uh, with, uh, Brittany Renner and, uh, Oh yeah, PJ Washington. PJ Washington. Yeah. That's going to be more common than the way that we've always thought of marriage being in my, in my book. Given that every, it, everybody is is, is or already is. it already feels like that's kind yeah, of yeah no the, but I mean but it, but that's but that's more like the mentality that people would have to wrap their brain around oh I see I see I see than I see, like I see. the the marriage side of things because like you mess around and get caught up in the into the the institution of things and you gonna get fucking <laughs> ate alive out here you know what I'm saying like the the one person to one person type deal and expectations and um, putting all your eggs in a basket and like not and and not having the like real con- real communication real conversations, um, a lot of those things is literally have you fucked up, hmm. um, and it came around to like talking about scarcity. Uh, uh, or not talk, talk, talk scarcity, but talking about lack, um, and that there isn't enough lack in in America um, due to like the amount of options that you have. And truthfully, I came around to like it. I don't know if it has to do so much with lack as it has to do with uh, if it has to do with like actually going behind the veil. Mm. You know, like I think that we're able to see more. As opposed to before, where yeah, you can be in a in a um, in a marriage or be tied up and stuff like that, and the amount of dirt and shit that takes place that you just stick around through um, was the was the norm before. As opposed to like now, like all that shit is like front and center, like yes, and you can still get hidden in like people that are still like strong churchgoers and really big in in that can still get caught up in the blindness uh, and that and that's a form of like taking advantage as well is like people hide in the church and are dangerous individuals when it comes to like other human beings mm. but they're able to still you know hide behind the fact that you have un, like un, unfathomable unfathomable like um, um, faith mm. Do all the dirt right there in front of you. You will talk yourself out of it. You'll, mm. you'll, you'll, you'll say that this person isn't doing any of that shit. 
in front of your face because of your faith. Mm. And that's how niggas has been able to hide behind that shit. So, like, it's a lot of shit that goes into that specific topic. I'm glad that he brought out that side because that's a, that's a well-balanced way of, like, looking at it is to, like, separate yourself from a lot of the shit that's, that's Eurocentric. I wonder, I wonder if we can ever get to a space where we get actual clarity on, on that. Um, <clears throat> it seems to be the most uh, polarizing. Um, and com- I seen a clip from a podcast. I, I, my bad for I, I meant to write down their name because it's a it's a popular show, um, and I don't want to just pull stuff. But it was you know now online with reels and stuff, you can just kind of see shit. So mm-hmm. I. I uh, salute to this pod. Um, bros having a conversation with a young woman who's clearly clearly mixed of some sort. Um, and she goes, there are a lot of similarities between black men and white men. And bro just was like, he just closed his eyes and was like, oh God, <laughs> why do I have to do this today? And he was just like, you are around way more white men and not enough black men at all to even make such a wild ass statement. Mm-hmm. Um and so but what it but what it did highlight and sort of reinforce is this growing um a growing intentional uh segregation and 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 separation between black men and black women. Um but so often it feels like mixed women are leading that charge. And it's a, it's a, it just make it just makes me uncomfortable a little bit because all of the black women I know champion black men in such a powerful way, um, and so it's just like why is why why isn't that represented more? I tell uh, I tell Regan Fee all the time like, granted it ain't y'all burden to save all black relationships <laughs> and couples. But they do such a great job. You God damn it, y'all just do such a good job <laughs> of making it look fly. Yeah. Um, Fee has her fucking PhD for crying out loud. Mm. So she, but she rides for her nigga though. It's such a dope dynamic, and you're like, oh, well, this is this is empowering, and you just want to see it more. When um, we're at the pod, and uh, somebody says something, and Kendra was like, excuse me. <laughs> it's like, oh shit. Oh, this oh, this is what a union looks like. Um it just it looks different with black folk. And it, it it hit different. Um and so I wonder how much more how much more um power those unions will gain the more we're writing our own rule and having our own sort of sector that ha- doesn't have to interface with Eurocentric concepts at all because so much of it is to the TV shit. It's like so much of the... If it was watching Disney Channel in the early 2000s, it was like, yo, nigga, it's like... Jet Jackson was it. <laughs> Smart guy eventually got there, but it was like the mother shows... Nicola, are you afraid of the dark, nigga? Cross your fingers there was going to be a black kid in one of those episodes, but probably not. Um, So how much of our experience is just being really creative um, 
having really great imaginations and imagining ourselves in these spaces that aren't curated for us at all. Like, what does what does your union look like in a place that is predominantly black? I, um, where did I go? Um, where I had I had immense cultural shock. College, coach goes, hey man, you going to all white place? Culture shock, whoop whoop whoop. Nigga, whatever. I've been around white people all my life. Oh my god. Not everybody white. So that was culture shock. Simultaneously though, go to my first um, HBCU homecoming, and that was greater culture shock than going to the all white place was. It was mm-hmm. like, nigga, what is going? Everybody black. Every, every, the, 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 Blackity, re- blackity black. No, nigga, the restaurants you go to, yeah. the professors, the cops, e- wait a minute, everybody's black? Oh, this hit different. Mm-hmm. Uh, my first time at A3C, Atlanta. Wait a minute, everybody's black? This hits different. What do you, what do you, what are the, ben- what are the benefits from being, from being, um, Nurtured in a space like that, where everybody you're interfacing with, and you know you don't, you don't have you don't have to use your imagination. You don't have to, you don't got to second guess something as simple as dial. We getting here, my niggas shooting the shit with y'all. I don't have to filter through no weird ass man. L might not understand what the fuck I'm talking about. This nigga's gonna understand everything I'm saying, even if I'm trying to figure this shit out. Versus where I'm interfacing with white people. Got to make it land. Got to make it stick. So, I, so it's not a. I don't. I don't. Money. I don't know what you mean. <laughs> That's the voice. <laughs> That's stupid. That was stupid. My bad. That was dumb. Nah. I hate when comedians do white voices. <laughs> That's not how they talk. That's not how they talk. That is, or they just look at you and just smile <laughs> and just wait till you're done talking so that they can just like. Oh yeah, so and then they just go on to like the another yeah. talk about yeah move move to another subject. Yeah, it was like like they just had a whole soliloquy on whatever the fuck that was completely wrong. <laughs> but they just talked they shit and then you start talking and it's like fucking it's like fucking a whole other language. We talk we talk a lot about um, the delicateness of information and and cancel culture all the shit on the show. Um, how do you, how do y'all envision us tackling the Don Tolliver conversation? Uh, for you guys is gonna be shocked, but I don't even know about it. See, no, no, I'm not shocked. I'm not shocked because only to my knowledge, G, mm-hmm. I only saw it on one publication. That's it, and that bothered me. And I didn't like I didn't like how it was presented either. Exactly. Like, okay. I don't I don't like when when somebody. When somebody comes out the way that they came out, because mm-hmm. like in in doing so, it was specifically to fragment something. So I don't like when that's the case. Yeah. Like if there's something that's actually transpired, then I need you to go through the proper authorities. If that's if that's if that's not working, then I need you to like. But who are bring attention who, to But who are we as men to say that? Oh no, I agree. I agree. I'm just saying for my for my my psyche. But I definitely agree with that. But that's where I, I get that's where I get trapped. Because yeah. I'm I'm aware that that's gonna come, so then I go, damn. But my instinct is, mm-hmm. I didn't like how it was. I didn't like how it was rolled out. I didn't like how the one publication covered it. So therefore, my instinct went, 
ride with my nigga. I don't like going at the person's uh, significant other right now. I don't like that. Like yeah, bringing was, somebody that has nothing no, to do nothing with the situation it. into it because they have a name as well or a, 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 a name that's rising as well. Like yeah. I don't like that type of shit. Those are the type of things that that give me a little cause to pause on mm-hmm. certain things. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like there's a specific agenda. Yep. Uh, but when it comes down to Tyler though, bro, y'all gonna have to show me some facts. Gee, my nigga way too good out here, this, bro. I'm gonna need my nigga. You gotta, you gotta show me some facts. That's how I know you, my nigga, for real. I, 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 I had the same, the same sentiment. I was like, I seen the, I seen, I seen the blurb. I seen how it was covered. The publication. I'm not gonna shout them out because they, they do a lot of goofy shit like this continuously, and and then it just goes away. And there's never any retraction. There's never any follow up. There's never any true journalism done. So it just felt really reckless. Really, really reckless, and and for those that are gonna be like, oh y'all sick because y'all two, y'all three men sitting up here talking about this shit like that. I feel you. I feel you one hundred percent. However, I want to say in my lifetime, personally, I know, I personally know two, maybe three individuals whose livelihoods were completely flipped upside down um, in false accusations of sexual assault. Like, personally, no. Yeah. For, for, the, for the, 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 the victim at the time to go, I just wanted to ruin their life. I've seen, I've, I've seen, I've experienced it. So, when it's done in the same, like, and, and then when it's done in the same vein, like, gee, I'm I'm talking about like the story, the sto- the screenshots, the stories, how it's written, attacking mm-hmm. the significant other. I said, oh man, I've seen this movie before. Mm-hmm. But again, as a, as a man, who are you to say, fam? Fuck what y'all talking about. Where I come from, nigga, is 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 sucker ass conniving niggas, and it's some dirty bitches too. Where I come from, most definitely some filthy conniving motherfuckers. I seen baby mamas do some of the illest shit because. And, and put the kids in harm's way because they wanted the nigga back or didn't want the nigga with a certain bitch. I'm sorry, bro. You don't get to dictate all the shit when you don't come from where I come from. I've seen all the shit. And so if, if y'all not going to talk about it in in full capacity, I, I will. And that's not generalizing in in, in the, the stand-up the stand amazing women that, that exist where we come from and the stand-up amazing men that we come from. No. That's some separate shit. <laughs> not at all. Not at all. Because like we, shit. we understand, like tell you the truth, like the majority of the folks that the majority of the women that we will deal with or are dealing with have had some something like this. Not, I've had some form of sexual. Not assault. for this particular. We're, not, we're off this topic. Yeah. We're, not, we're, this off, the, we're, this we're off. This, 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 this is pivot. This is pivot. Different. Yeah. But I've had something transpire that is along the lines of either actual harassment or an actual act that transpired mm-hmm. that they'll forever be changed, be changed by. Yep. You know what I mean? So that's the majority of people that we will be dealing with or have dealt with have had that transpire. So that's and, not that's not what folks are talking about. And men, about. if you don't know that, please get educated because it will it will determine so much in how how delicate you are, how you listen, how you how you carry yourself, the shit the triggers that you're aware of, bro. It's some real sickos out here and women haven't been protected. 
Oh, not at all. Have not. They've not been subjected to some of the most horrendous scenarios and encounters with men and and have not been have not their 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 safety has not been a priority. So that's not what's happening here. It's not the conversation that's being had. We're well aware of that shit. Mm-hmm. Completely. However, when I'm trying to separate the two, that's all. Good luck. <laughs> Good fucking luck. Nigga, you do a, we do a long-form podcast. They're going to cut all that middle shit out and be like, these niggas is wild. Yeah, yeah, you know? But yeah. it's the risk you take um, at the attempt to have a, a balanced conversation. Let's, let's get into that. Mm-hmm. Um, I started thinking about what, what space we fill and what purpose we serve. Um, and we've talked about it before. But so many experiences, activations, platforms, productions, you name it, are are so fucking unbalanced. And balance gets this strange connotation as it's like it's bad or it's not picking a side or it's sitting on the fence. Nah, nigga, it's, we're talking about representation. Mm-hmm. Um, that's one of the topics I left out, uh, mm-hmm. the conversation with uh, Kevin Durant and Draymond Green. Yeah. <laughs> nigga, I almost drop-kicked my screen. <laughs> <laughs> And then had to and then had to sit online and see niggas talk about how powerful it was. These goofy fucks, bro. They niggas didn't say nothing. Not a damn thing. Not a damn thing. And then and then removed all accountability from being goofy. Okay, now I'm I had really... that a topic, bro. And I erased that shit a few times, bro. Like nah. I kept putting it on there, and then I kept erasing it. Cause I'm just like, bro, that's my that's my take. That's my that's literally my take. <laughs> that's exactly what my take is. Gee, I was so irritated. What was happening? And I was like, bro, this makes so much sense that I have never really liked these niggas. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like I like I, like I can't ever like like sometimes you just don't like you just just there's just no words on like how to explain why you don't like certain personalities. But like then niggas do shit like this, and you be like, oh, well, oh okay, nigga. I'm justified. Yeah, <laughs> there's like, nothing bro, wrong with me. Yeah, no, shit makes sense. No, no. No, for real. I I was starting to feel like something was wrong with me out of, like, I I just didn't understand either one of them. Like, the their brilliance their brilliance and their genius on the court is, like, undeniable and, like, what they contribute to the game. But them as individuals, it's like, something's weird. And then they do the interview. And then the sick part is they're consistent in my sentiments towards them. So that didn't throw me off. What threw me off was how everybody was covering it. Mm. And they're like, oh, this is the greatest thing we've ever seen. Two athletes talking candidly. Them niggas didn't say a word. Not a fucking thing. And then anything that they did say just revealed them as being goofies and, and not really aware. But it lets you know, like, how how goofy media has been to this mm. point. You know what I mean? Like, all these motherfuckers have been goofy to this point. And, like, all, it, all that's transpired is that folks have caught on to, like, the things that work in mainstream mm. and they're running that shit up like Draymond spent a good amount of the the um the sit downs with uh with TNT so he knows how that whole how that whole panel thing works and like how yeah. like what works what works for mainstream media and shit like that uh Durant is everybody you know everybody's on Durant right now so yeah. you know like he it, he can say whatever and that's just like the messiah said it so like it's a perfect storm and then they're going to talk about something that transpired how many fucking years ago and but like, not talk about it and not talk about they it they didn't say it nothing. you know what i mean but they've already talked about this many times and they and the cold part about it is that they've had different 
different thoughts on how this thing, what the actual situation was mm. on every single time they covered this. <laughs> so for them to come out this time and, like, after all of that thought that, they, that they put out there, <laughs> they just blamed it on somebody else's yeah. that's up. Yeah, I was like, I'm not signing up for this, and then was so glad that I... I thought Steve Kerr had a nice chuckle on that yeah. one. Yeah, like, like, you got, at, at, at that point, all you can do is laugh. It's like, wait, y'all waited this long to talk about it, and y'all made some weird-ass pack just to blame it on... Uh, the coach and management, all right, bet. Because yeah, if anybody's okay, Kerr's okay. Yeah. Kerr's just fine. Yeah. He from Bob different... Meyer, maybe. Bob Meyer might be, no, that name might be a little... He might <laughs> he have, emo- little, he he might have emotional. Little, he might have a little stick in the ass on this he, one, but... He emotional. Yeah, but like... Kylie Jenner, she fire. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. How we do this, guys? BPC. <laughs> how, do we, how do we BPC? Where are the hoes gonna go now? OnlyFans is done, fam. What we doing? I wrote it on there. Where they going, G? My star. What's oh, that's the new space? You know, you know who shit that is? Uh-uh. My nigga got his billion dollar idea. Ooh. Don't you Tiger. See? Tiger started a oh, Ti- this Tiger crazy. taking all the triple X folks. And then come come over here. Come over yeah. here. That's brilliant. I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. He is genius. Oh, wow. He started a platform for all of that content. So I take I that, take back That's That's every, that nigga billion dollar idea, bro. I, like, I take back everything I said bad about Tiger. That nigga's He's brilliant. about to be rich, rich, rich. Super. Rich. Oh, yeah. This is brilliant. They, they're, what's that going to have no choice but to open that back up? Once once Tiger corners that market, they're going to have no choice but try to it's add too, that back. But it's going to be too late. It's too late. Oh, it's I, hope he comes, I hope he redoes the uh, Source Awards with uh, Suge Knight. I hope Tiger redoes it. <laughs> For all the working women <laughs> that don't want OnlyFans all in their bios. All in the bio, <laughs> taking, taking a percentage, come to my star. <laughs> For come sure. where you can be the real star. I mean, that's basically what he did, because he's saying that for uh, for OnlyFans, they're taking 20%. Mm. Uh, uh, my star starting now is going to take 10 Cut the bag in half. Cut. cut the bag in half from the people who was getting back. Like, okay, I'm telling on myself, but I I got some friends um, <laughs> some, 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 that made a killing. Places. That made a killing on OnlyFans. Nah, <laughs> <laughs> oh. like Tiger, Tiger took Tiger took the cold part is he took the bread that he made off OnlyFans. That nigga made like eight. He made he made a smooth eight off of that shit. Took that shit. Made, and built put, a together, put together the platform and then took all the like, high star. I like star. it. I like it. It's got a ring to it. Mm-hmm. I like it. Yeah, yeah. Little, look a little bit better on your uh, debit card transactions too. Probably so. <laughs> <laughs> can, hide it, can hide it a little bit more. My star. Huh? My star. Huh? On star. My what? star. This must be a new GPS type yeah, service thing. That's uh. exactly what it is. <laughs> Shout out Tiger for being fucking creative. You man. know what I'm saying? That's awesome, dude. My nigga found his billion dollar idea. So let's just talk about nigga all the motherfuckers from that era. I want to. I'm making their way into whatever different spaces to get they bill off is impressive. Digital is becoming crazy. Like, it's just becoming a wild ass space. Um, in the same week as OnlyFans announcing how they're going to pivot, um, we, get a, we get Aaliyah's catalog just randomly. Mm. And I've never been more conflicted in my life. Mm. Or. How they just sprinkling it in there? Yeah, it's the rollout for me. It's the, hey, here you go. One in a million for now. Let that sit at number one for a little <laughs> bit. And, and, and so 
Because this, because this technically isn't posthumously. So this, this, this is, this is, these are, these are records and stuff that existed prior to her death. So it's not posthumously. Um, but y'all, did y'all see Anderson Pack's ta- tattoo? Mm-hmm. He essentially was just like, "Yo, when I die, don't release none of my shit. It wasn't meant for y'all to hear. Like he got a tattoo of that because mm-hmm. he's like, these, this shit is getting out of hand mm-hmm. with the posthumously, re- posthumous releases and." Uh, Pop Smoke's camp. Yeah, Pop coming. Smoke's is nasty. Pop Smoke's camp coming out, going, "Yep, yep, the well is dry. He don't have no more songs. So that's it." You know, like his camp came out and said that shit. There's somebody that was close to him said that. Um, this is not the same thing. I, I'm, I'm clear on that. I know this isn't the same thing. However, something about it doesn't feel right. Question: Do you yeah. know if her parents are seeing money off of these? I, I, I doubt her estate has. Has much of anything to do with this? The, she's on not Jive. What label was she? Uh, 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 uh the, the the weird the weirdo weirdo Barry Hinkinson or whatever his name yeah. is. Him, that nigga. Yeah. Mm. So, no, I, I doubt it. I, I doubt it. I doubt it. So it just it don't feel right. But the music's undeniable. So people are happy. Like, yo, we finally got these records. So they niggas jamming, reposting all the shit and the streams, and you just said it. It's number one. Aaliyah, the, the Aaliyah album come out, it's gonna be number one. It's, it's, it's just what it's gonna be. So who am I to rain on anyone's parade? I just the lack of how quick it could be. So <laughs> How, how quick how quick we can collectively do that like the our inability to our inability to collectively stand for something um for someone we claim that means a lot to us was just hard to see but i'm not going to judge anyone for knocking it um i i'm a, i'm fortunate enough to own those albums the the i had the cd's um and then however many Aaliyah white labels i still have from a kid is like fortunate enough to have lived through that. So I don't want to knock anybody who didn't have this stuff. So I don't know, man. I have a question. Yes, sir. Um, where was Timbaland at? Not for, not for not for this release thing. Where was where was Timbo and them at back with the whole Aaliyah and uh, R. Kelly thing? They did. Uh, they were in their own fucked up situation. Yeah, they didn't produce her first album, right? Mm-mm. That was all R. Kelly. R. Kelly produced the initial? Yeah, the AJ Nothing But Number. Yep. Kels had, Kels had her first. Meanwhile, while that's happening, they're in Devontae's basement. Working on, on shit. Because they... Wasn't that during, like, the time of Diary of Madman and shit like that? Diary of Madman, the end of that. And then as they're writing, figuring out writing camps, uh, the, the initial group that Missy's in... But Genuine's in that basement. Tweet's in that basement. Timbaland's in that basement. Missy's in that basement. That is fucking... Magoo. You know, so it's loaded. And then once they break free from that sicko, their family, because they're bonded by trauma, so they they got records now. Missy, from Missy's first. Genuine's right... No, it's, Genu, it's Genuine's first. Ponies before... Uh, yeah, um, uh, that Bachelor was first. Yeah. Huh. So they can run with that for which is probably a fucking no brainer in hindsight. Like it, you, he's got the look, the music. You can just run with it, and once Aaliyah gets escapes R. R. Kelly, 
Then then she ends up with them. <laughs> Jesus Christ, sorry. Escape, sorry, Kelly. Sorry. No, sorry, for sorry. real, because I was just trying, I'm really just trying to wrap my brain around where the adults were. Right. But that but you got to figure. Like, I know R. Kelly was like a fucking, it was like, R. Kelly, R. Kelly would be like a big-ass cloud over everything, because that nigga would, it was like the biggest thing where, in the world. Where were all the adults? But like, I just want to know where were any of the adults? I feel like... Like, was that nigga employing everybody? Did nah, everybody did everybody have a hand in R. Kelly? Man. I just want to know, like, how the fuck did how the fuck does that even transpire? And if I was an adult at that time, because this is going back to like the Don Tolliver thing now, because like that's what I was trying to make the connection for. Was like me as an adult can see like the the Don Tolliver thing, and like I can see through some of the the chinks in the armor on that one. Mm. But as an adult back when R. Kelly was R. Kelly and the moment that he has a, a marriage with um, Aaliyah uh, or whatever uh, the fuck it is. A 15-year-old. You Jesus know what I mean? Christ. Like the moment that's the case then, where the fuck are all the adults? In the music industry trying to get on? Mm. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't, I don't, I honestly don't think it's any more uh, less sinister than that or it's not nothing to think about like. Again, like people can't rap. They people didn't. They couldn't even put their brain in that because they're trying to. No, no. But it. even even, I, let's. Oh fuck, man. I I because I don't I don't want to demonize the elders, but how how many stories there are of like, yeah, man, I was fifteen when I met your daddy. That nigga was twenty one. It's like, wait, what? And then we because of what we experience, it's like, wait, what? But I'll I'll never forget. Um, this is long, long. I'll try to make it short. Um, also, it wasn't that unfathomable at the moment. I don't even want to sit here and say that because that sounds nuts to stay in present present day. However, um, eth, the word is ethnocentrism. Um, uh, upper grad of criminal justice is a term we learn because we're studying criminology and, and it goes, hey, the law in the states is the law in the states, but once you start you become a fed, you, all the other shit, and you outside of the country, and you start dealing with these other cultures, probably best you be informed of what is considered normal and even sometimes traditions amongst these other um, cultures. Like, okay, what, what do you mean when you say that? Um, nigga, not, no offense to Hispanic culture, but Mexico, go get a wife. They looking at the 13-year-olds, bro. Like, that's what they're doing. And so here, turn your nose up at it, whatever, but just in the 70s, in the 80s, and even in the 90s, it's niggas that was, hey, bro, uh, what's the X line? Um, what's the fucking X line? Uh, how it was going down? That's a crazy-ass lyric. But it's... Oh, I, shit, even in the belly scene. Yeah. Yeah. He's, but I'm not 18 years old. What? And you and and you putting that in there? And they're not putting that in there to be yeah, no, it's not, it's fucking Quentin Tarantino. It's like that's a that's a norm around. If and it feels it feels even disgusting. That's to like talk. a that's like a thing in Chicago. Like that's a Chicago thing. Oh, for you saying that with facts? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. I was like, nigga, I don't. Uh, yeah, I, I don't want to throw that out. I just want to throw a city out. Like, I was like, like, this is, <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. Yeah, no, like just like the because because um, like the the women like how they how they basically like the you know it goes back to like the you know black women 
you know, showing or whatever, aging, or the idea that they're, they're aging faster than, you know, so, like, looking at them earlier, basically. Yeah. So that's a common thing, but... Um, but no, but I'm I'm with you, to your point. Where are all the adults? Um, all I know is that if Scott Diesel get one more eighteen year old and nobody say nothing, then we gonna have to start talking at some point, bro. Like, what you gonna say? Huh? What you gonna say? Come on, bro. What the fuck are they? What where 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 are they? Like, what the fuck could they possibly have a conversation about? Nothing. I don't care what the hell. No. I don't care what the 18-year-old grew up around. Like, they always been around money, and Nothing. they always been around adults and shit like that. What the fuck is Nothing. Going? And that nigga's going, thank you. Because <laughs> he, cause he had to listen to Courtney shit all them years. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible to say. God damn it. Uh, Defiant Digital. Shit's fire. Shit's fire. You watch? Um, you seen Ryan's uh, Takashi uh, cancel? Bro, I, I watched that little snippet. <laughs> and then, bro, I watched the full uh, cancel cancel court for uh, for Kanye, and that shit was gold, bro. CP? This nigga CP, bro. <laughs> CP's CP's final statement about to be some of the realest nigga shit ever, bro. I want to. I be so, oh, fuck. Um, we're we're all fans of all Def Digital, um, and and how everybody's. Pivoting and maneuvering into their spaces. Kev on stage, studios, salute to Kev. Um, and the app and the platform. Like, that's a, it's a streaming service. Shout out to Kev for his his latest bit rant of, like, he's been doing the memes of, like, Netflix and, like, Hulu and, and Disney Plus. And we're like, hey, fam, y'all know we built the same thing over here. And if you support <laughs> it, we can do more fly shit. But he's, like, he's stuck between that space of, like, he made something special and wanting to figure out how to get his people to just support because the numbers that Netflix does off just their subscribers, if you tap in, if you if you build an independent platform and you tap into like three to five percent, nigga, you could be up. Oh, completely. And so that's the, those are that's that's what you're looking at when you start something like that, right? Um, and Kev is just like, bro, we original content, the Patreon, like we deliver, like what the fuck is going on? And uh, Tony Baker. I'm such a fan of you, bro. Love you. Uh, sending love to your family as you guys mourn the loss uh, uh, of your son in impossible circumstances. Um, oh, that sucks. I didn't, I didn't but um, but he, Tony's been so he's been so inspiring through the process. He like continuing to post content and have discussions and be like, bro, nigga, don't call my phone. Going sorry for your loss. I don't want to hear that shit because I got to relive it all again. Like I'm trying to move the fuck on. Like what are you what are you doing? Uh, just that that whole that whole camp is so inspiring. Uh, so when the Defiant Digital shit start popping up, G, it's like, yo, this is tight. Cause now Pat is getting his full writer and creative bag off. Like mm-hmm. Pat, what, regardless of whether you think Pat is funny in delivery, he's a mastermind in creating this. Sh- like the nigga created roast me. Yeah, and he has great content. Yeah, like he he'll he'll come, <laughs> he he the most like a lot of the t- a lot of the uh, the um, the. Like the skits or whatever that y'all enjoy from uh, from all deaf is from it's Pat it's Pat's yeah. thing so that's yeah it's just dope it's dope it's dope to see it's dope to see them pivot uh, but it, it what's even more empowering is to see them stay connected. Um, Billy Billy Sorrell's had his incident, but 
or CP to still be around for Did Ryan. Did he recover? You good now? I, I, haven't, I haven't heard anything. He hasn't done anything on social? Anything and done anything on... Took I, his phone away? Well, well, I haven't was seen some, it. Was somebody a friend? Somebody took his phone? Was somebody a friend? I hope so, because that was, that was hard to watch, man. Uh, Billy, such a fan, bro. Hope you were healing. Um, but just seeing seeing them work together... Mm. It's so dope, bro. It's so dope, and and I want that. I want that. I want that insulation for for more creators, like as we pretend, as we expand. Or no, I'm sorry, not just for creators. I want that insulation for Black folks. Yeah. Like I want. I want you to have a goal, and your immediate circle become obsessed with figuring out how to support you in figuring that out. Like I want that for folk because I've I've experienced it, and it gives you it gives you maybe 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 that's rooted in delusion because maybe that's asking a lot. However, once you have that feeling, a couple things happen. You feel you feel you feel unfuckwittable in 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 in, 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 in an unimaginable way. Then you also feel. You become obsessed with making sure that that is reciprocal, mm-hmm. and paying it in the equivalent of paying it forward. Um, and it's never rooted on talent. There's there's nuance in what people say, what they do, that makes you go, "Oh, they're passionate about this. I want to support that." Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what that's what Kev. To hear Angel, Tony, Pat, CP, uh, Craig, um, that whole crew, what the feeling I get in watching all of their content. I subscribe to Craig, to Craig's page and his whole crew, Craig, uh, Craig Smith Live. Like they, that shit's amazing. Um, you get some fun, some brilliant moments out of it. Tony's voiceovers. I don't care what you got going on. That should have brightened your day. Um, and then CP is just turned into this machine. And it's it's just a beautiful thing to watch. So I I encourage people to seek out um to seek out their crew, to seek out their collective, to seek out their tribe. Um, but don't show up with the intent to pillage. Show up with the intent to contribute. And to to pour into somebody else's plan, passion, and efforts with the most maximum intent of helping them achieve their goal if, if it was theirs. And watch how that shit comes back tenfold. It's the greatest currency we got. Um, and a lot of times it's the only currency we got. Sometimes, hey, L got a million dollar, a billion dollar idea. And he going, hey, crew. If we put 20 together, nigga, we can make a play. Maybe everybody got they they piece of the pie to put in and you don't have it, but nigga, you show up and you you got you got all the sweat equity. And you and you and you grind. And that nigga and these niggas still fuck around and get you to get you stake in the company because you showed up. It ain't always about it's not always about money. It it actually hardly ever is. Um, believe it or not. It hardly ever is, but it, but how you show up with the intent to contribute as opposed to pillage can make all the difference in the world of 
doors opening up for you, opportunities presenting themselves, and fucking making it most days. That part. So, we did that, fellas. Sir. Oh, no. Who? I, I, I'm afraid to ask, because this shit says, did y'all know Jerry was a judge? You better not be talking about Jerry Springer. You know it. Jesus Christ. You know You knew it. that? He's a Swiss Army knife for men. <laughs> <laughs> My man will sit on that one, bro. This nigga's a judge where, first of all? Oh, primetime TV, bro. It's a show? Yeah. yeah. My nigga like Judge Judy now. You guys are fucking with me. No, that no. ass. I saw that shit one day. I was like, whoa. <laughs> I saw like the, uh, I think it was like an ad for that shit. Like, my nigga was, yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Jerry Springer, somebody's, okay. Jerry out here judging jury, bro. So what, what? It, Everything got to come across his, so was he, come across his desk. Was he able to just, because in my mind, if you a judge, you, you had to be a public defender at some point, a lawyer. Like, you had to do hella shit in order to just, you can't just be a judge, nigga. Like, it's not, you can't just skip the line. Why you can't? What was, uh, remember, remember Kim was trying to get the fast track to being a... Uh, a lawyer? A lawyer. And she failed the one test? Yeah, there's like a, there's like a, there's like a back way in. Oh, did y'all watch the college Netflix shit? The, they, they made a movie about the nigga that was doing the college admission shit. Did y'all watch that? Oh, mm-hmm. I did. Damn, it's a, it's a, and that's what he used that analogy. He was like, yo... It's a back door and it's a side door. I'm just you, you paying me for a guarantee in this moment. <laughs> yeah. What you what you do when you're in there is on you, but I can guarantee you the side door. Yeah, is open. I can give you the opportunity man. for I put half you out there. the price. For half for half the price. Gee, yeah. this nigga, have you seen that movie? Uh, I feel like I have. He this nigga say, "Hey, it's 15 water polo spots. Your daughter play water. If anybody oh, no, else, your, your daughter got a water polo. Your daughter play water polo, nigga." The little girl would have never played sports in her whole life and get a scholarship. <laughs> it's like, oh, this is the most. Once, once the details of that came out, I wasn't, I wasn't mad no more. Yeah, I would, I respected the fuck out of them just pimping the system because it's like, wait, that scholarship was going to be there. They ain't taking nothing from nobody. Like, yeah. I, like I was under the impression that they were taking. Like spots and shit. They're not taking nothing from nah, nobody. Just finding openings, man. Crop you on a few photos. <laughs> it was all and, the uh, sports, <laughs> like all. The sports. It'd be the most random shit. Be like, hey, hey. What was the boat selling one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> crew. Hey, your son rose crew now. <laughs> bro, I dated. I dated a chick that was on crew, bro. They have the wildest schedule, bro. Like they be up in the early. wee hours yeah. of the morning, yeah. and she be she was sleep by like five six, bro. Like how was? Never mind. I ask you off here. We'll ask that question <laughs> after. Because I was about to ask okay. too. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, y'all got anything before we sign uh, off? College days, man. You, you you come across a bunch of walks of life. Oh man. What you you got anything before we go? Nah. Uh, nah, man. I think we covered a good amount of it. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back, money. Well, thank you know y'all, yeah. man. Welcome back. Good glad you're okay. Yes, I'm glad I'm okay. But the, to our listenership, thank you guys for rocking with us, being patient. Uh, we're glad to be back. Um, I don't have yeah, any. Man, we didn't break up. Man. <laughs> nah, <laughs> right? <laughs> them, niggas, them niggas not fucking with each other anymore. What if what if our shit would have went viral like like Maul and Rory and Joe and them? Damn, man. <laughs> Meet we, the break. That's probably what we needed was that little 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 buzz factor right there. You we feel could've, me? We could have definitely utilized those. We could have le- we would we would have leveraged it too. We would have leveraged it. Online. Yeah. Got L- no IG LG back online tripping. <laughs> <laughs> to whom to whom it may concern, fam. 
<laughs> I guess I'll be the nigga that cries on the phone. You know, Alex. I, I, I get fired. I get rehired. <laughs> in the group break. <laughs> I just wanted to see my niggas win, man. I come out and just drop a letter to the Meet the Brave fans. Bruh. <laughs> that is crazy. <laughs> oh, man. Bouncing that shit off a few cell towers. <laughs> the best part is, you know, Els will start his off with, you know, I barely have any apps on my phone. <laughs> So y'all know, how, so y'all know how real this is. So y'all know how y'all know this. Y'all know I must mean this. You know, I spend a lot of time not not giving a fuck about what's going on in the world. But. Yeah. Usually, I'm just riding my bike, listening to uh, Lawrence Fishburne read Malcolm X to me. Hey, that is a manny thing. Man. Oh man, with all it, with all love, um, all sincerity. Thank you to everybody who tapped in, who checked in, who you know, who fuck with y'all. Know who y'all are, man. Thank y'all so much. Um, we'll see you next week. Love, love. Yes.